So, last we left off, the party has been adventuring in the secluded forest, trying to navigate their way towards what they now largely suspect to be, and kind of know to be a beholder, um, that is somehow holding or has access to the last bit of the song that Dormain used. Um, have, they've experienced various things in the secluded forest, everything from various ambushes from crazy weird fey creatures to uh, strange flowery, me- flowery meadows that seem to want to make them fall asleep. seduced Dormé for a little bit, uh, did manage to dispatch of the fey creature and also release its hold on another uh, character, Vendon of Dask, who has said that he is from the Order of Dask and is from the great nation of Thordiak, of Thordiak which, came, which, after a history check, pretty uh, learned, or knows, a nation that crumbled somewhere on the order of 4,000 years ago. And last we left off, the party had had been ambushed in the middle of the night, but had managed to dispatch of all of the ambushers. And uh, that is where we pick up. Whose watch was it whenever that happened? Yours, I believe. So, do I probably still have a little bit of watch left? A little bit, yeah. Alright, well, I'll finish my watch if y'all want to get back to sleep. Long rest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I think you have to recast the dome, because I think you left the dome. Um, oh no, I, I just stuck my hand out. Oh yeah, she was just sticking her hand out. Yeah, because that's where he was hiding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so you guys get back in the dome. Um, you try to calm yourselves down and get back into a resting state. Uh, you know, go ahead and make that perception check for the rest of your watch. Fourteen. Does Percy need to make any? Uh, if you're heavy and walk, yeah, I can make another check. Oh god. Um, eleven. Okay. Um, so the rest of your watch goes by without issue. Um, who are you waking up for third watch? I don't remember who I've woken up. Like who's been up already? I believe I she did first watch. Okay. Then I will. I need to rest. We'll wake up Dorme. Okay. Uh, Dorme, go ahead and make a perception check for your watch. I'm going through some shit right now. I don't like his ass. Fifteen. Was that fifteen? Uh, fifteen. Oh. Sorry, all I heard was fifteen. Your watch goes by also without issue, so you guys manage to finish the long rest. Um, you wake up in the morning, or what you hope is maybe the morning. Uh, Eight hours later. <laughs> yeah. With fully rest, with all of your hit points back, all of your spell slots back, and rested. It is still dark. And we have this other guy with us now. 
Yeah, he is still there. You know, I, I hate to say this, but I suspect that it would be the best thing for humanity. Speaking more broadly here of all sapienty. Not just human humanity, if you see what I mean. This guy needs to survive. He is living history. I agree. I appreciate that you wish to keep me alive. Well, <laughs> right? I not mean, just for you. You seem like a, a decent sort, but because... Normally we let our companions just get housed. But <laughs> you will make an exception. <laughs> because you are so ancient. There are things that you know about the world that went before, which our scholars would love to know. Perhaps. But um, one step at a time. One step at a time. Well, this we gotta get out of this court. Do we have any mental health professionals back in your house, Kate? Clerics. That is a uh, good question. I see no reason not to at the moment. It will be difficult. Especially if you pull the same shit you did in that last battle. What, Went what? down and... I mean, that was almost the end right there. I am a member of the Order of Dusk. We do not balk at a challenge or a competition. When we fire at it's, danger. It's not balking. We clearly want you to survive if you want to live. Yes. And we'll help you, but... We don't want you to balk. We right. do want tactics. Rushing in isn't really going to benefit anybody. Well, my apologies. I did not expect uh, that thing to hit so hard. Are you more used to fighting alone? Well, um, members of the Order of Dusk, we are good at either fighting alone, or I guess were, no. good at either fighting alone or in a group if necessary. Well, maybe we should discuss tactics since we're all fighting as a group Considering for, the, for the first time. How long he's been here, he probably doesn't know the parable of the great Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> oh man, regalus, please. Ah, what a he tale. Said that so <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we broke our repeating of course. Yeah. The wizard doing their calculations. <laughs> So, um, typically, when we fight, you and I are closer to up front, and it looks like you're an up-close fighter as well. Yes, sir. Um, I like to hang out in the mid-range, but I, so that I can support either the back of the line or the front of the line. So I kind of float in between. And while I tend to be in the front, I also tend to be mobile, move around a lot. I'm not really much at like standing toe to toe with something really big. I go around the edges and hit stuff. Well, if you are, um, if this is a thing that you are good at, then perhaps you will be. It could be helpful if you are able to distract something a little bit while I go in. I am quite good at finding my moment to have a precise strike and weaken or damage a an enemy in a place where it hurts. You I do not have that spell. <laughs> do you use magic? Yes, as a supplement to enhance my abilities with my rage. 
well, just know that that may not be something that you're going to be able to do this time around. <clears throat> well, this sounds like a thinly veiled threat. No, no, no. <laughs> as far as we know, what we're about to walk into has uh, a giant eye that is it's an anti-magic cone, so no magic will work inside the eye. We don't know, you know. Yeah. We're pretty sure that that's true, but we've never seen one of these things, and we don't know for certain. Well, but I'm certainly disadvantageous. I'd like to keep that in mind. We should actually tell him. I mean, we don't know a lot about mm-hmm. these things, but we what just little know we know, we should tell him. We should know. We know that they are notoriously dangerous. They have numerous magical abilities. We do know that they are. They tend to be arrogant and greedy. Hmm. That can often be used to our advantage, right? Yes. Precisely, well, which is have. why I plan to, I'm going to tell them about my Insight Greed spell. Yeah. And whenever we get a moment, I hope to lead him out of his alarm to hopefully weaken him or dispel whatever's going on with this forest quicker hmm. rather than later. Or at least get him to where, I, I don't know, <clears throat> get him to where he doesn't have the advantage of being right. on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I guess is a in-character way of saying get him out of where he can do layer things. Right. Well, it sounds that it's certainly not a bad plan, but I will say from my time that I have spent in this forest, if he is responsible for anything to do with how this forest is, I imagine the only way to get him in a place where he is not comfortable or not at home court, <coughs> as you said, would be to get him out of the forest itself. Yeah, it kind of makes some sense. So do you think maybe we're looking at this all wrong and the lawn it's, or the forest itself has become as a lawn? Maybe. Hmm. Possibly, I don't know. Well, it's not made out of stone. That's true. What? Bum, bum, bum. What's real? How can we know? Well, we, are, we were told that it was made out of stone. Which is why I'll cast Meld into Stone on everybody again this morning. Alright, roll d20s for everyone. <laughs> Alright, so we'll just go around the table. Yep. Yeah. And are you going to do it on Ben as well? Yes. Okay. So I'll count you as uh, so go around the table. 3, 20, 16, 9, 2, and 7. Well, that's cocked. No, that's a, I'd say that's a 7. That's pretty clearly okay. a 7. Okay. Um, it's pretty close to that one right there. I can see the one looking at me. <laughs> but, okay, you managed to successfully ca- ritually cast um, Meld of the Stone, which on six people, it takes you an hour. I know. Um, uh, so you spend an hour casting Meld into Stone on everyone. Mm-hmm. They're now able to Meld into Stone. There's also one more ritual I would like to cast for selfish reason- reasons, if you all would give me the time. I just need ten minutes. Sure. For what? I trust you. What do you want to do? Well, there's something that I want to discuss with you all, and this might be my only opportunity to do so, but I want to confer with my mistress to see if she can't give me any insight as to how safe this conversation is at the moment. All right. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to sit down and cast Divination. I'm going to use, I've got a spell of an illusory script mm-hmm. as a sacrifice for that spell. 
Okay. That's way more worth way more than twenty five gold pieces, but yeah, I that know, works. I know. It says at least. <laughs> um I don't ever see myself using it either. Um and I'm gonna set up like incense and all that and I want to ask her if I am I safe in this forest from the ears am I safe in this forest to speak openly about the last servant of winter okay um there's no role associated with that right yeah um uh, Yeah, I read it last night. It was like, there's only rolls involved if you cast it more than once right. between long rests. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you spend time doing this ritual um, and kind of meditating on this question that you're wish- wishing to ask her. Mm-hmm. And after a, co- after a little bit of meditating on this question, um, you hear a voice in your head say to you, My power is yet weak. And the veil between planes is thin. The servant's power, uh, winter's power, was created for the prime material plane. That's a dream. Oh, I think I might risk it anyway. Sounded like a yes to me. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Well, if it was meant for the prime material plane and we can't do anything, it doesn't seem like we can do anything to the outside. I tried to cast sending at one point, right? And it didn't work? No, sending, wor- sending works no matter the plane. It oh, was really? teleport. You guys tried to teleport out. Yeah, gotcha. that we can't do. Okay. So then with that, I will just gather everyone around. Uh, Including Vinton? Or are you gonna yeah, have- I mean, I, there's no reason to leave him out of any of that. Uh, I know that I haven't really been open with you all about why it is I'm adventuring, why I'm out and about, what it is I'm looking for. Uh, and there's reasons for that beyond just being secretive. Um, what I'm looking for is you can almost liken him to a, or it, or they. I don't really know. Right. A lot of the stories talk about him as a him. him. He's almost like a, a boogeyman of sorts. The night my parents died was the night that my father told me the story of the last servant of winter. And the way he died showed many of the signs that are given whenever this being shows up somewhere. And so I've been, it's the reason why I joined the archives to look for information on this being privately so I didn't have to speak with anyone about it. I've been keeping this to myself for over a hundred years. I recently had a brief conversation with an Austrian about it and was giving a warning letting me know that I was heard talking about it. So the reason why I bring it up to you all now is because I feel like being in these woods and possibly the Fey realm, I'm far enough away from 
anyone that could hear me have this conversation. Am I feeling anything at all yet? Make a perception check. Okay. Dirty <laughs> uh, 20. No. Okay. <laughs> In your 100 plus years of researching, what have you found out? Nothing. See, just, just completely off the top of my head there. Mm-hmm. Since uh, this boogeyman is the servant of a season that we shall not name at this point, when the time comes to actually face him and fight him, let's do it near the Scarlet Monastery where it is hot. (laughs) I don't really know. You know, I imagine that this this last segment. So I'm going to go through and tell them the story Mm -hmm. of the four guardians and the last servant of winter. But I almost feel like you would do a better job. Of... <laughs> I, can, I can read it out. Okay. Um, let's see. I know we're in a hurry, you guys, but this is the only time I can talk about it. Yeah, man. <clears throat> okay, so Legend of the Four Seasons. Okay. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. Is this like something you guys like? You guys made up? It's something I made up. You made it up. Mm-hmm. Um, long ago, at the dawn of creation, the gods set about sculpting the plane that would become Matronus. As they set about creating their glorious art, two things they learned. Firstly, they learned that this oeuvre had already grown to be large, with many projects to maintain and manage. Secondly. That the beauty of their creation lied within the many wondrous, un- the very many wondrous variations to be found, the sense of joy and calming brought by the gentle waves of the ocean on the shore, versus the fear of unknown depths in the great seas, the glorious majesty of mountains touching the clouds, versus the forbi- foreboding gloom of chasms beckoning to the deepest roots of the world. The gods decided that these differences and changes should be celebrated and managed so as to maintain the beauty of their art. To this end, the gods appointed four of their creation to be elevated beyond mortality and serve as the champions of their art's beauty, and gave them names by which mortals would recognize their status. The first appointed champion was originally called Lethrinaire, but is known to mortals now as Spring. She is young and beautiful, a caring lover of all life. The second appointed champion Nadinus now goes by the name of Summer. He is joyful and warm-hearted, ever a seeker of great knowledge. The third champion to be appointed would be the eldest, Dinkrinea, known now as uh, Autumn. She is wise and pondering, a seer of fortunes. The final champion to be appointed, you can no, no doubt guess to be named Winter. He is Talvrinus. He is brash, calculating and cold, a bringer of judgment. And thus the four champions were chosen and the four seasons created. They were appointed to be the arbiters of justice and nature. To this end, they were each of them given a time in the year where they would oversee the meeting of justice and there was unbroken peace and tranquility for many years. But eventually, the four champions became drunk with their new power. Each believed themselves to be the most perfect arbiter 
and far superior to any of the others. The champions began to quarrel amongst themselves, and this quarrel turned into a war for total control over all the year, breaking the balance of the wilds. The world suffered under endless summer heat, drowned in unending wet season. Fields were left infertile from ceaseless harvest weather, and the world was buried under unyielding snow. After many years of war, three brothers of spirit came forward with a plan to tame the four champions. The eldest was a son of Kord, the middle a redeemed of Tiamat, and the youngest a son of Corlon. After much deliberation, the three brothers decided that after the years of war had turned the champions bitter towards one another and negligent towards their original purpose, granted them by the gods, the only option remaining to them was to trap the champions and force them to stay within their gods' given time within the year. The son of Kord, with his father's skill as a craftsman, forged four cages personalized for each champion. They were sturdy and unyielding, but small enough to fit within the palm of his hand. The son of Corlon, with his father's aptitude with powerful magics, laid enchantments upon each cage so that any being that willingly reached their hand within the cage would be trapped in it forever. The redeemed son of Tiamat, still with the quick wit and silver tongue of his former mother, was given the most difficult and dangerous task of bringing each champion their cage and convincing them to reach their hand in. He went first to Spring, whom he knew would be easiest as she is caring but also naive and trusting. Spring was fond of balancing nature with her flowers, but was enraged by winter's and summer's abilities to wilt her flowers with ease. The redeemed son of Tiamat was able to convince Spring that he had discovered the secret to protecting her flowers against scorching heat and biting cold, and had hidden it within this beautiful box. She need only reach in and take it for herself, and so Spring was trapped. He went next to Autumn. For autumn is wise, and so if left for last would surely not fall for the same traps as their companions. But the redeemed son of Tiamat was cunning, and autumn had become arrogant in, his, in her wisdom. That's a typo. <laughs> the brother approached autumn as an adventurer who had discovered a great power too terrible to be wielded by any being. He said he had come to autumn, for he knew that autumn was wiser than the other champions, who would certainly be and try to wield the power for themselves. Only Autumn could be trust, trusted to hide away the power and not attempt to wield it. In her arrogance, Autumn believed that she had the wisdom to control any such power. And so Autumn was trapped. He went then to Summer, who would be trickier still than Autumn, for Summer knew many things about many things, and had not succumbed to the same arrogance that had led to Autumn's end. But while Summer was not arrogant enough to see himself as something greater than what he was, he yearned always to be greater. The redeemed son of Tiamat knew this and devised his plan. He convinced Summer that he was still loyal to his former mother, who was searching for a new champion to challenge the gods. He claimed that she had left him the secret to elevating one above their station, and that would certainly elevate Summer to be equal amongst the gods, that which he sought above all else. He needed only reach within the box a gift from his former mother, and so Summer was trapped. He had then saved winter for last, for he feared winter most, but he planned to use his fear to make his plan all the more convincing. He went to winter and laid himself prostrate, but a humble servant scared to do anything but serve him for fear of his wrath. He claimed that he had learned a secret from the gods themselves. 
they had recognized the already great might of Taldrinus, and so had not granted him with the full power of winter. The brother claimed to have made away with the remaining power of winter, hidden within a small box. All winter needed to do was reach within the box and be given the full power of winter. And so winter was trapped. With all the champions trapped, the world was peaceful once again, and balance returned to the world. The gods, not blind to the strife their champions had caused, came to the three brothers of spirit and congratulated them for their work in restoring peace to their most beloved creation. It was decided that the champions could no longer be trusted to maintain nature's balance on their own, and so the three brothers were elevated to the level of champion and appointed the guardians of the four seasons. They and their descendants were charged with watching over the four cages that now held the original four champions and ensuring that the balance of nature was maintained. And so that's the four seasons. Are you want to tell them about the guardians as well? Yeah, might as well. Okay. And so then he go. I don't have a document for this to read, but so then he t- talks about the guardians of the four seasons. And the guardians of the four seasons were descendants um, of the these three brothers of spirit. Um, they had this kind of pseudo druid society. Um, they were considered excellent swordsmen and women. Um, very few, there were very few that could ever best a guardian of the four seasons uh, in sword play. But they, were, they also wielded fairly powerful magics. Um, they were said to have lived within a grove somewhere in the world that was surrounded by extremely dense forest. Uh, and this very large grove actually had all four seasons present in it. There was a quarter of it was always in spring, in, in spring a quarter of it was always in summer, a quarter of it's always in fall, and a quarter of it is always in winter. And essentially, like, based on your needs, you just rotate around into which, whichever part of the grove that you need. Um, this, as he's saying this, this rings a bell to some of you, and especially the, the, the fairy tale. It's considered a fairy tale. A, a very, very old, traditional fairy tale, one that's not really used, like, to lull kids to sleep anymore. Um... And the idea of the Guardians of the Four Seasons also is just considered part of that fairy tale. Um, and he also talks about the last servant of winter. I'm assuming you're moving on to that as well. Yeah, I'm fair at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, la- the story of the last servant of winter is that there was a guardian that became disgruntled um, somehow. He wanted more power. He wanted more power within the Guardians. It's not exactly known what his motives were, but he left. Um, And he then returned years later with the power of winter behind at his back. Um, He he's described as kind of this boogeyman. He like it's described as he wears a pure white cloak with um, with with ice on the fringes on the hems and. Extremely deep cowls where his face is totally covered. Um, and they're like, you know, he's coming because whenever he approaches, um, the world becomes dark. Even in broad daylight, the, even the sun itself seems to dim. Um, and, and air becomes frigidly cold. Um, and the, this last servant of winter, or the servant of winter at this point, returns to the guardians and wages war on them. And in a devastating battle, 
all of the Guardians of the Four Seasons are wiped out. But somehow, the last servant failed. His army was also wiped out in some way. Um, and he failed. His mission essentially was to go and free Winter from its cage. Um, to let loose an, an unending winter upon the world. Um, so he succeeded in the sense that he wiped out the Guardians, but something happened that prevented him from releasing Winter. And so now he lives on as immortal and as punishment for his failure from Winter. Um, he just is immortal and is doomed to roam the world and live in his failure. And he does not stand to have people remind others of his faith. I love that backstory. <laughs> that's cool. You know, that's a common theme. The gods are idiots. Somebody tries to destroy everything and you punish them by keeping them alive, wandering around. Well, you know from the story, Winter's not a god. They're essentially a champion of the gods. They were given extra power as arbiters. Yeah, drunk on it. So, you don't know where Winter is? No idea. And the last time I began to tell Anastriana about this, I felt a piercing cold on the back of my neck. I mean, what's... I, what connects you to this? The last the time killed his whenever the last time I heard this story, my father told it to me, and later that night he was killed, oh. along with my mother, with all of the signs I just mentioned present. Right? Did I see this guy? Hmm. Okay. All you know, you basically were sent out on an errand really quick, and mm -hmm. you had a weird moment where it got really cold and the light got really dark, mm -hmm. and then when you came back, your parents were dead. Okay, just to help avoid unpleasantness until we're ready to deal with it, from now on, let's refer to this guy as Heinrich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to do that in front of Sigmund. Can be like, Heinrich, Heinrich, this is my cousin. Vinden, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does any of that mean anything to you? I have heard the stories. It is a, a legend from even my time, but I do not know any more than you do, I do imagine. Hmm. There's no such old knowledge and whatnot. So, <clears throat> is this about vengeance? Mm, partly. But, I mean, it, this sounds like somebody who's dangerous and needs to be stopped. I'm sure he's still trying to make up for his failure. If if not for anything, just so he could die. Let's help him with that. Well, <laughs> that well is... probably not anytime soon, because this guy sounds insane. I, I, I mean, immortal lies. was the word that has been tossed around a couple right. times. Right. So, which is another reason why I've been looking for this person on my own. He's, he's extremely dangerous. I don't want to get anyone else killed. I feel like we've been traveling together enough. We all have trusted each other enough, and I feel like maybe I haven't been showing that same amount of trust in you all. We're always almost getting killed anyway. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> it's just kind of what we do. Sometimes actually getting killed and then being brought back. So, was Winter the one that made him immortal? Or failing, as far as I know. That's the general understanding you have. I would say in your research, you've also found out there's de- there's a little bit of debate. Um, the It's believed that the Guardians themselves were also immortal, but they were given some form of immortality mm-hmm. so that they could perform their duty. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's less sure. And so there's debate on whether he got it from Winter or whether he already had it, and so then Winter cursed him with something else to make it so that his immortality would be even more painful. So who is... who? Winter is the champion of a god. What god is he the champion of? That one is kind of, it's, so that one it's kind of considered you know it's fine it's the stuff you would know but You're it's right. like you don't necessarily want to get into the pedantry of right. uh, stuff just talking about stuff offline. Um, they're kind of considered the like the only the only ever champions of all the gods like all the the or all the creator gods got together and decided we need this and so they deemed four champions of all of them. Okay. And so they're not, it's not like a, it's not like Craglock, like a champion of Korg. It's just like they were given a kind of champion status so that they would have more powers and could be these arbiters that they were appointed to be. Gotcha. And how many creator gods are there? Looks like you should throw a bag over his shoulder and be whistling the Old Spice tune. Hmm? There's a guy out there with like a sailor cap. I was just thinking, that commercial. (laughs) How many creator gods are there? Is there like a lot? Oh, of them? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's something I'm going to pull up some more than before. Because um, it's one of those things, like there are different designations. There are, the creator gods kind of refers to all of the gods who won the Divine Wars. Yeah. But even beyond that, there are the conqueror gods and the betrayer gods, uh-huh. even within that subgroup. Uh-huh. Conqueror gods are gods that were part of the like, the winning side the whole time. Gotcha. Betrayer gods are gods, they're all the evil gods, essentially, um, that they, um, like, towards the end of the war, realized, hey, this war is a 100% stalemate. Nothing's ever going to happen as long as things stay, at the, stay as they are. We could decide who the winning side is by just switching sides. Yeah. And then we get to have power. Gotcha. So there were a couple of betrayer gods that, like, switched... And they're still called creator gods because they were they were a part of creation. Um, where is my copy on? Somewhere in here. God, I'm afraid as soon as we step out, we're just gonna get hit by all holy hell. Just for me talking about it. No, I feel <laughs> like I feel like if Mistra couldn't really like you know she kind of alluded to her power being weakened, right? Well, her power is just weakened in general. But I would assume more so because of this place. Maybe. It would make sense. Ah, I think this is a question. And this is this is in character, Rain asking. Haven't really been following all the deity kind of stuff, but the big assumption with most people is that Mistra is dead. If that is not the case, and you know that that is not the case, why not tell people? Uh, have I not told you the last what happened the last time I did that? Mm, if you did, I forgot. I probably used cookies at the time. The, I mean, the woman 
who are not surrounded by scarce supplies from mm -hmm. can't even look at me anymore. Plus, uh, magic is. It took me a while to get used to doing that. Like, but is unable to or won't? Well, she became so upset at my mention of her that. Seems like it's a touchy subject for some reason. It is, and also, hmm. if you remember how most people in the city uh, speak of magic or right. think of magic anyway, hmm. it's just a generally touchy subject. Hmm. So I feel like I've been tasked with. Finding her myself so that she can make herself known to people on her own. Going back to your uh, question, there are 16 creative creator gods, yep. 17 technically, depending on the interpretation of one. Um, I, mean, I don't know how religious Locke is, because do you think he would know? I would say it's something you either know or you can know if your character would either know or not know all the gods of the Pantheon. No, I mean, he, like, I would say briefly dove into religion, but it's just like a very yeah. surface yeah. level knowledge. Okay. Plus between chasing a fairy tale and worshipping a dead god, you know, people would think I'd be crazy. So, you think, think you so. can find Mistra? I do. She asked me to come find her. What if you made that your priority? First, well, what if finding her, you know, would help you in some way so find sense. this last servant? Well, and that's uh, ideally, I will find her first yeah. before he finds me first. But well, it sounds just, like as long as we can all keep our mouths shut about it. Yes, I mean, he has is, a, he's been walking around for hundred plus years trying to figure stuff out. And it is very important that none of you ever repeat it. We don't talk about Henry. Don't talk. We don't have to talk about it ever again. So, until it so becomes is it relevant. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> until this becomes relevant, I do have a theory as to where I would look for Mistra. Uh -huh. But she is deep in the heart of the Karlaskian Empire, which is a very far away from here. First of all, uh -huh. second of all, a very anti-magic place. I think if they even find out we are capable of magic, we would be... The rumors that are floating about... The Carlisle Empire is very isolationist, and not a lot of news comes out of there. But the rumors that are coming out is that anyone who's found to be guilty of practicing magic is hanged as a traitor. Oh. So I don't think we're ready to go there yet. What do you... Here's a question that Rain would definitely have. Okay, so in the monastery, when we do our training, a lot of the times, a lot of times we see things, but it doesn't necessarily mean we are physically looking for something. It means more like we are seeking understanding about something. Is there any chance that that's what's intended in this case with you? Don't think so. I mean, I. Do you, do you think she's trapped there? Do you think, or it's just like, this just happened to be the area that you believe she's in? Based on, you know, you meant, whenever you were talking, you mentioned the, the deep in a forest. Mm -hmm. All of my research points me to one spot. So, how long have you been a follower? 
host and a follower. How long? I mean, has your when I left my home all those years ago? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I found my father's uh, symbol of Mistra, and when I touched it for the first time, it all the rust that had thrown on it, like every other one that we'd seen, vanished. Hmm. And I heard very clearly, clearly, come find me. And that was, it was after you left the archives. Yeah. Sorry. So, so, you're, I mean, so things have shifted for you now. You were trying to find information about the last servant and where he might be because that's your vengeance part, but now things have shifted to you finding Mistra first? Well, she's she's more important than anything else. So, yeah. Well, how far away is the Empire? I mean, do you want to get the map? I know yeah, how I'm super far away it is. Must have practiced. Carnegie Hall. Oh yeah, I did. Um, the so, old joke, you know. Mm-hmm. Carlisian Empire is so this is the con- the continent of Aiden. Yep. Um, Carlisian Empire is this whole area over here on the left. I'm gonna make another map out under underneath it because it's probably weird. Uh, let's see. Um, here. Well, uh, it's not a big deal. I'm just gonna put this down. So yeah, this is the Carlisian Empire over here. Okay. This whole area. Um, this. Earthen Council? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're in Bill's Gates, like, over here. Yeah. So, it's not, like, halfway across the world. Well, actually, kind of is halfway across the world in a way, but um, it's not, like, on the other end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've like, never been on that on the opposite side of the Earthen Council, have we? No, you've never crossed the threshold of, like, this mountain range. Okay, that's what I was thinking. You've only ever been in the major ports. So, it's, like, New York to L.A.? A little bit further than that, but... <laughs> New York to Hawaii. <laughs> Maybe, around it out. Maybe slightly longer. Maybe like Guam. So... Midway. I mean, is that something that we should make a group priority after we get out of here? I don't know. It really just depends on what happens with this battle. Yeah. I don't know if we're ready to go that far. I haven't heard any... I mean, of course, I want to find her as quickly as possible, but yeah, yeah. I also don't want to sprint head on into certain doom, so mm-hmm. I've just been fighting like my we're time and... already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, it sounds like we could start thinking about this, even if we're not ready. What we would need to do is one of two things. Either once we get to a certain point, we'd have to go into the wilderness and stay there and try and avoid contact with practically any civilization in the area. Doable, but it would be roughing it. The other alternative would be we have to be able to disguise our magic use, hide it. Or not do it at all. Yeah. One thing that might work to our advantage is that if they are that vehemently anti-magic, they probably can't detect it. Well, I don't, or they are particularly good at 
Also, something so about the Carlescan Empire. Enough, man, you would definitely know this because you're from Central. Um, Central and Carlescan Empire, they are not simpatico yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Um, largely because Central, when it was founded, uh, it was an elvish nation, purely elvish, and they used humans as slaves. And the Carlescan Empire, relatively new compared to Central, um, but still fairly old in comparison to like Ifeir. Um, a lot of the wars that were waged between the two nations, Central used any prisoners they got, you're now a slave. Um, or would kidnap humans from the Carlescan Empire and then use them as slaves. Um, and so that history has caused not great relations between the two. And then also that has had the side effect. Central has some like racist issues of like elves, elves just kind of think they're better than everyone, but that's just elves. Elves just... Elves be elves, yo. Mm -hmm. They do that. Um, Carleskin Empire, super racist against elves. Um, <laughs> like, really hate elves in a lot of ways. It's a, it's a thing where um, the rumors are that they, like, they, like, there are elves that live there. Um, and it's not necessarily that they, like, kill elves on sight. But they're not necessarily treated the best. Well, I think what it sounds like is where... <clears throat> working off a bunch of rumors about this empire and maybe you know we can just start actively gathering information because we know we're going to have to go there now yeah it's just hard to get help gathering information when you can't tell people why yeah. it makes people not want to trust you or help you agreed but that's so why we start small you make we up just, a reason why there we you start, go we start with just the empire we're trying to learn about it to eventually travel there. So it doesn't have to be a reason. You know, we could be going for research or a million different other things. Well, I've just been hesitant to go there myself because magic is a big part of who I am. I also know it's a big part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Who you are and now who you are. You all are both elves in some form or fashion, so... I just haven't been in a hurry to walk us all into death. I guess I've been waiting for some kind of, you know, reason to appear so that we can go there itself. When the time comes. Mm -hmm. I like your idea. Why? Yeah. <laughs> when the time comes, because it's probably not going to be immediate, mm -hmm. hopefully I will get my distillery going and the reason will be Far distant sales of the unique brew I can make a whole lot more money <laughs> than I could selling it locally. Well, well that's a good idea. Yeah, and that's, but that's also, I feel like, under the impression that we all have to have the same lie. We could all independently gather our own information on the Empire for our own separate reasons oh, true, and just come true. together with true. all of our information. Mm -hmm. it, I like that lie though. It's it would give us an excuse for actually going. Well, you there could just too. actually do it. Yeah, exactly. Then it's not a lie. Does lies have a hint of truth? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so are you? I mean, you've kept quiet about this for a really long time, not only with us but with yourself. Is this something you're willing to accept help on now? Uh, I mean, absolutely. I just, uh, 
want you all to know what you're dealing with if you want to help. Well, I mean, look, I have a crazy monster that haunts my dreams and didn't scare you guys away, so. <laughs> I think I'm going to be okay. Turn out cookies to excess. <laughs> well, this seemed like my only opportunity to speak with this openly, or speak about this openly with you all. So or it's good for it. something. Mm-hmm. Plus, we all might die here this afternoon, right. so. Well, we'll get it out let's there. chill on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of which, we better uh, get moving since oh. time is funky in here. I, I have an idea okay. if we do come across this guy. So I have the spell Charm Monster. Ooh. And I can kind of, if he is within this lawn, which, well, of course he is, but I can maybe somehow convince him to come outside. I also have and incite greed for the exact same reason. Mm-hmm. So oh, we're back to the beholder, not yeah. to uh, Heinrich. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said everything I need to say about it. Unless you, know, you all have I questions. like Herbert better than Heinrich. <laughs> well, I think we should probably just listen to him and not say anything ever about it again until he brings it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Anything else anybody else wants to, since we're sharing? I mean, not, not right now. You guys know everything <laughs> about me. Just still trying to get this thing off. As you can tell, not progressing as quickly as I hope. <laughs> so, should I? I still have this. You have holes on your cloak. Why not just have to take it off? I mean, fuck okay. it, I'll show you. And I'm, I'll try and take my cloak off. That is uh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wait, what happens? It kind I, of pulls at the skin. Yeah, yeah like okay. Clings, yeah. Like, no. This is exactly what I imagined. Yeah, this, yeah, just, mm, yeah. <laughs> um, what do I say? Oh, since we're all pro-keeping uh, Vinden alive, should I cast Death Ward on him instead? Since no, I'm not You are rain to be dead? Okay. Well, oh, come on. It's up to you. I had it. I had plans to use it on you today. Okay, what would Rain do? Yeah, Rain would so use it on Vinden. All right. Because Rain is Vinden so is living Vinden. history. Okay. Rain. Or roll a d twenty. Oh, did you roll for a divination? I did not. Go ahead and roll for a divination. Yep. Right there. Fifteen. And then after that. Okay. Fourteen. It's just <laughs> you're really like pushing your luck on this, but you just keep avoiding those ones. Fuck it, man. Let's go. I'm I'm all about the magic. <laughs> Out of character, mm-hmm. having looked at wild magic, most of the time I'd go for it. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no reason not to. If they, if they had made it so bad that there's no reason to cast magic, then there'd be no point in ever being a wild magic sorcerer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's more fun than anything. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's like forty percent of the outcomes are actually good. Another like forty percent maybe are mm-hmm. neutral and just weird. Mm-hmm. And only like 20% there. Uh oh. So you have Charm Monster, mm-hmm. and I have Insight Greed. So, whenever, I guess, just whenever, if we can get him moved toward the door, like if we can try to lure him out of this thing. And what are we going to make him greedy for? I've got this diamond. I'm going to pull a diamond. So, if we're luring him out mm-hmm. to weaken him, mm-hmm. we hope. Do we want to have some sort of trap to also hurt him? 
Like, if we're going to bother luring him somewhere, should we make it damaging well, as well? I could uh, create a magic circle outside of the exit and trap him in that yeah. area. So if we get overwhelmed with his... Uh, but he also has that anti-magic eye, so I wonder if he'll just go right through Spirit it. Right through it. I'm mm-hmm. also wondering if he... This place is tricky, and the magic here is tricky. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he is smart enough to know what's going on. And some sort of like crushing trap, like literally like, does physical damage, non-magical trap. Anything like that? I'm gonna like we, we, pat my pockets. So. <laughs> no, we'd have to like construct it outside his lair, which he'd be aware of. So it's right. a horrible plan. He might already know that we're here. He probably does. I hey, just assume he probably we're does. We're brainstorming. Right, it's right, not brainstorming. A bad idea. It's just. So I'm picturing like a Stonehenge-type <laughs> boulder. Uh, <laughs> well, I was thinking more like, what do they call those things? Punji sticks? Yeah. And if you were still dragging that giant-ass sword around, too, we could have used mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> this, we're in a forest. This is a realistic thing we could do. Yeah, and this forest can not love being turned into punji sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I all for imagine it. if Rain still had that sword, there'd be so many moments, too, of like, hey, Rain, what? across the head with that sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think would work better? Are you trying to play on his greediness, or are you just trying to magically overtake him? I mean, I think they'll both work. I just think you and I should both look out for an opportunity. And what's going to stop him from just going back in? And the other one does. Yeah. Well, I just, you know. I feel like he wouldn't succumb to his greed as much, like if you're trying to specifically lead him outside of the lair, he's not gonna just go for it. Right. I feel like. Yeah. You're talking about doubling him up? Potentially. Just, yeah. My thing is, what if he is smart enough to realize like, this is obviously my home, this is where my power is. If that's the case, you know, if he were to be taken out of it and... Why wouldn't he just mosey back in? Well, well or, <laughs> what, you know, like would he have the knowledge to know, like, not to leave? Yeah. Would he already have defenses in place where he can't be removed from? Well, I think our plan A should just be to beat the hell out of this thing like we do everything else. Uh But if we can make him weaker in the process, Uh we'll make it. I also have plans to try to make him blind. Well, it might kill him to leave, too. Who knows? Right. But this will just be things that we do if presented with the opportunity. But my main my main goal in this fight is to uh, disable him and strengthen you all. So I'll be you've got death or you've got death lord. Um, I will make it harder for him to get his uh, magical grips on me and then I'm just gonna focus on healing you all and deep uh, getting rid of any effects that he might have lingering on you all. If we are looking at drawing drawing him out, we are in a forest. I'm inclined to think one possible tactic is Rain climbs a tree over a path somewhere and basically drops on him from above. Well, I think he's if it's if what I've heard is correct, he's probably in a stone building somewhere. He might not even physically be able to come out. If not, Let's, I come down from the tree. Which is why cram it full of wood. <laughs> Just turn it into yeah. an oven. Right, yeah, that's true. I mean, just like stuff it with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can't move anymore. Yeah. Pack <laughs> or, him in there and light it up. 
I could also cast Fly on you, mm-hmm. and you could just rain everything that you have down on this thing before it can have the chance like, to look up. I need something from it. I think whatever we do, we all need to spread it. out in different well, directions, so it has I to look at you, one of us at a time with that anti-magic eye. I think you may need something from it that it owns, not necessarily that it, that it knows. knows. Because well, if, if, if that... If it's a piece of Nothic, a song. But if that Nothic turned drow is to be believed, this thing is crazy. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. How are we going to get this song? That's what I'm guy? saying. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know... Maybe he's got a music box? Well, I'm just saying maybe it's something more physical rather than trying to draw out a piece mm-hmm. of the song from a crazy... Right, beholder. maybe he's got like a broken tablet... Yeah, I think there's reasons. She would hate to kill him and then decide it was not physical. (laughs) We've got reason to believe it is physical because yes, because he it was said that he stole this. I mean, granted, you can steal an idea or or something like that, but the original person who had it still knows it, right? So it's not like they've lost it. Hmm. So there is. A yeah, and if he just knew it, you wouldn't be still it. That he took something physical. Yeah, you're right. It's not certain, but... No, but it makes a lot of sense. And, if it were something that he knew, how would we even go about coaxing that out of him anyway? Right. Yeah, he'd never he'd have to just be willing to tell us for some out. reason. Yeah. Which, why would he? Yeah, unless I To save one of his eyes. <laughs> and then that yeah. lasts for an hour. Look, wait a minute. That could also be an option. You know, if you find an opening to charm him and it does actually take hold, maybe, you know, if you think he might know, then just try and get it out of him while we still continue to pummel his ass into the ground. Well, it only lasts as long as you do nothing harmful to it. Right. Well, and if we could get, I mean, we don't, we don't have to kill this thing. Are you sure? Well, if it's just going to stay inside its own stone house... I think it might be responsible for turning this forest the way it is, too. But, so? Try saying that to Vinden. Vinden's looking at you. I would say that the forest that's is trapped... I feel like I've been in here for perhaps maybe a couple months. I mean, it's hard for me to tell when I was controlled. Okay, so it's a public I, safety time issue. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a lot of people have come in here and never, never. returned. Yeah, yet. <laughs> okay, so we've got ideas. Shall we head out and yes. take our best guess on heading that direction? I want everyone to make a survival check. Nevertheless, though, we don't have to kill him. Like, if it's him or, like, we can re- choose to retreat. Oh, yeah. Six. <laughs> survival. Sixteen. Only one. Seventeen. Nine. Just the roll plus oh, so the I want to cast survival score. Okay. When I get a chance. Okay, so you cast me a jump. Make a uh, roll of d20. Eight. Okay. Um, so you cast me a jump on yourself. Um, Locke and Rain, you guys have the best sense of direction of, okay, need to think about this stupid fucking force changing at all every night. Um, and you get an idea, with, especially with the help of the orientation of the building that you guys were kind of resting in where you fought that fey creature... Um, you get a good idea, okay, this is the direction we were heading. And you'd be, begin to head out. 
I forget what it was, but a session or two back, he gave me an inspiration. I'm not sure what that one lasts for so long. Yeah. If it's DM inspiration, that's like a you get advantage on one roll of your choice. But I, so should it be gone by now? I don't know if it was DM inspiration or well, bardic inspiration. Oh, if I gave it to you, then yeah, it's DM inspiration. That means just if you have a really shitty roll, you can look at it and go, I want to use DM inspiration. And then you it's use... Like luck. Yeah. Okay. You, get, you get one free luck, basically. Oh, thank God that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like I did in a year... Literally in a year-long campaign, I never used the DM inspiration once because I just always was like, there's going to be a better situation for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think we may be coming up on better situations. That's also true. Yeah. Um, so, you guys begin heading into the forest. Uh, or deeper into the forest. As it continues to go, about halfway through the day, you guys get to a point where you realize it is pitch black. You can barely even see trees that are just a couple feet in front of you at this point. Dark vision still work? The dark vision is still working. Um, it's, it almost feels like the darkness is trying to push in on your dark vision, though. You're, you're not limited. You still have the full 60 or 120 feet in your case. Um, but like for like Dorme, you're the only one I think with that dark vision. Right. You cannot see shit. Use my nose. Okay. And that helps. It seems like the, the darkness is trying to swallow the light as much as possible, but... Does it um, feel like, I don't know, does it feel magical or does it, everything just feel dense and like... It's kind of got that just general magical sense of like, it feels like there's some magic shit going on. Like this ain't, like this shit's hanky, but it's not like so magical that it's like a darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanky. <laughs> Mine's 120 feet, though. Oh, yours is 120 feet. Is yours 120 feet, too? Okay. Yeah, I just have magical dark, like, where I can see through magic That's right. darkness. Okay. Mine's a combination of the belt and the, and the goggles. Yeah. So, you have 120 feet of dark vision. Um, Alright. usually the one that can't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I got 60 feet. Eventually, what you guys, you guys do see, far off in the distance, Light. Some kind of light source that seems to be flickering. It seems oh. to be uh, some kind of fire. It seems to be fairly small. It's not large yeah, and yeah, looming, yeah. but you can see off in the distance of, uh, what looks to be maybe a small campfire. Uh, this, if we're in such oh, I think magical darkness, this could be some kind of trap to lure us into the spot. Yeah, so could so stay on your Anglerfish. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. But maybe we stealth up to this light. Want to send Percy first, maybe? Yeah. Oh, he's Can I see? Well, he's an owl. He should be able to see in the dark. Yeah, he's got dark vision. Yeah, go check that out. Are you going to send Percy Gordon? I mean, are you going to try to get within 100 feet so that way you can look through his eyes, or are you just going to send him forward and tell him to come back? Stealthily. If he can tell you what he sees, then it does. I would say like send him forward so that we're as stealthy as possible. I mean, he would have to come back, though, is the thing. Yeah. Fine. That's right. have to come back anyway. Yeah. yeah. Could be, though. Your bird. That, that's fine. Thank you for not naming him Hedgewood. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love Harry Potter, he, he needs to have his own thing. I'd want to name it Archimedes because of Sword in the Stone. <laughs> my favorite Disney. Yeah. Um, so you're sending Percy Ford? Mm-hmm. Have him make a wisdom save for me, please. Uh, I'm safe. They shit Alan. in this forest that ain't fucked. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what was Alan Clash of the Titans? Oof. Is he also Archimedes? Uh-huh. Something similar, I feel like. Four. Four. Oh. <laughs> you send Percy forward, you like wait a good like I mean it's so it's maybe 
maybe a little less than a quarter mile ahead, you guess, based on like the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, you send Percy forward. You wait like thirty minutes. He's not back. Forty. She... Great. He's not me. Like he, it doesn't seem like he's coming back. Wouldn't she feel him poof out? If he poofed out. Yeah. Is that what a technical I mean? term. No. <laughs> <laughs> try to, to resummon him. I feel like if he's outside of a hundred feet, then you would feel. Then no, you wouldn't okay. feel him. Yeah. Because, like, 100 feet is where you have that sense of, like, okay, this is where he is, this is what, like, I can see through him, and that kind of, but once he leaves that range, he's no longer within your, like, zone of control for that. All right, well, that at least tells us that something dangerous is up there. Bye, yeah. person. <laughs> can you resell him? Is that a difficult thing? Uh, I think it'd be another 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't, also, I, I don't you have you used that. up all your stuff. Did or did I? you buy more? I thought I bought a little more. Can you ritual something? She still needs the materials. If she's out of materials, then... Mm. What are the materials? I, I have no idea. Uh, I think it's like there's a certain number of puffs and a poof, and then like <laughs> a certain number of like whiffs and a puff, and like <laughs> motes and a whiff. I love it. <laughs> this sounds like such a Faye conversation to have. <laughs> like, that sounds so much like something that Faye would talk about. This is this forest. Good to you. Yeah. Right. Basically, I, it sounds like something out of a Lewis Carroll novel. Yeah. That's basically, I think, I feel like all of the Feywild is based on Alice in Wonderland. Right. You know, I'm not sure that I do have any more. Oh, it's in a way. Oh, let's just. Or is it in the back? More Percy. Well, yeah, I don't think I have any more. Okay. Let's just slowly move forward and. For the best. There's not really much else we can do. <laughs> right. And and got one you don't, yeah, you don't know for sure if he's well, gone, so if you come across him, okay. I want to Ben, then do you have, does this look familiar to you since you've been here for a while? I've not seen such a thing. I've spent a lot of the time wandering aimlessly in the forest, and then a good amount of time, I imagine, with um, the thing that I need to throw away. Alright, well, do you magical types know anything that can be done non-magically to resist a charm? Biting your tongue if you think it's coming or anything like that? I don't know. I don't believe so. <laughs> Biting your tongue. I would think that you would know that better than we would, seeing as you lean into the physical aspect of Give things. Give it a shot. Yeah, I'll bite your tongue. <laughs> that seems like it <laughs> really hard. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, we kind of specialize in I don't believe in, in fairies. I don't believe right. in fairies. Think happy thoughts. <laughs> well, actually, monks do get into just exactly that kind of thing, but not until they're a little bit more advanced than me. Happy thoughts? The uh, ability to avoid charm and fear effects. Oh. Nice. Well, I can, um, I wanted to save this for whenever we were closer to our friend that we're looking for, but I can give myself advantage on anything from apparitions and anything that we might fey, celestials, well, things of that nature. Fey would be a good choice, probably. Well, it's all of them. Oh, okay. And I can cast this on myself and go forward as the new Percy. Is that protecting from evil and good? Uh, yes. Um, it, Vendon speaks up and says, oh, that's the spell I believe you're talking about, I have that as well. Then how about I go first, and if I don't come back, you go in after me. Okay. 
I'm not liking the idea of splitting the party up. We've well, had bad luck with that. Not, we're not going in different directions. You'll, you'll, you all are just having my back. I just would hate for us all to be lost. I'm just trying to get more information. I'm gonna tail him at 120 feet. Okay. You know right. what? I will too. And I'm gonna cast that on myself. Protect from evil and good. Will it be funny? Nine. And then I will stealth my way forward. Okay. Stealth following. I want stealth finish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, Eleven. start moving forward. Um, you and Rick ahead of the you two a little bit. Um, eventually, uh, you and Rick, as you're moving forward, you hear, um, you actually begin to hear music. Let me double check on that. Okay. Um, on the protection from using good spell, because I need to check a word in on this. We know this party doesn't have the sending yes, stones, do we? Do. we do have sending stones? Oh, you and I have oh, sending stones. That's not what I was thinking. You went that bad. I thought you meant the earplugs. Because yeah, we made those for another. Well, you've already started to hear the music, though, so you're going to have to make a change, make a make a save here in a sec. Right. Um, but if I do save, I'm going to let you know mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. So just let me. Creatures of the sick have disadvantage on attackers against the target. The shark is going to be transferred and this guy's going to. Interesting. This isn't technically from a fey creature, but it's okay. fey magic. So I will say you are immune to this. Okay, cool. So you begin to hear very joyful um, piccolo music. This is very high pitched, um, bouncing melody that's just kind of that's enjoyable. Okay. Do the rest of us you sense your spell kind of go off like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like you feel like you feel your spell trying to actively bat off a magical effect. Okay, then I am going to come back okay. to the group. And it's like you could just barely faintly hear the music and it, you basically you had gotten in the range. Okay. Uh, do I see Percy at all? Where I am whenever I heal it? Make a perception check. Okay. That is 30-20. You see Percy hopping around like a goddamn idiot like, <laughs> around the fire. Like, it looks like he's an owl trying to dance. <laughs> oh, so he's like up there. He's um, not, he didn't just like pass out wherever he was. He's no, you see, you actually, you like look towards the fire and you see him like jumping around like <laughs> trying to dance uh, as an owl around the go. fire. Do I see anything else around the fire? No. Maybe he's moving. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Some nice <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. So then we have a dancing fool of an owl up there to come back to the group, let them know what I heard, let them know how it set my shit off, and let you know that Percy's got some moves. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, once you say this, Vendon is going yeah, to cast. Need, do we need to earplug? Actually. What else? Good idea. Top, do you guys know? Do what else have the whole like advantage on being charmed thing? Uh, I believe they do. I believe they're part of the. Okay, world. I think they still have the fake answers. So Venden is gonna cast um, protection from evil. Good on you, Dorian. Um, just picking a person around. So you have protection from evil and good. Okay. Let me roll a d twenty for him. See if he. Sets so then you guys nope. should be good then. No, we just have advantage. Okay. Yeah. 
if it's, yeah, if it's uh, any kind of charm. Mm. Earplug, if possible. <laughs> okay, you put your earplugs in. It might help, you don't know. Me too. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, we did that before. Yes. Well, something. The banshees. Yeah, the banshees. Yeah. I could make one of you deaf. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, it's going to burn a spell of mine again. If you think the earplugs will do it, I think it'll just give you advantage. Probably. So, what do you guys think? I don't think you need to burn that. Right. I don't want to go dance. Yeah, we, I don't, we might need to communicate All right. to somebody. Well then, let's plug up. Alright. Are you guys all putting your earplugs in as well? Yeah, I mean, I might as well. I, even when, if I've got that yeah, I thing going, if I get hit the wrong way, I want to put that in. Yeah. So we all have earplugs? Yeah. We, well, Vendon doesn't, but... We made them before. For the banshee. Let's, let's make it for Vendon. How, how do we mix them? I know. Um, what did we like, use? You're the one that should have We had, like, candle wax. Had, like, wax and string and stuff. It was, yeah. pot, it was like cotton and ceiling wax or candle wax, which, I mean, I think yeah. that... Yeah, I had some Any adventuring wax. pack would have those. Yo. Those are pretty basic supplies. Everybody load up on pocket sand. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, though. No, but for works. real. <laughs> yeah. We're going up against a big eyeball guy eventually. Uh, good luck finding it. sand in a forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, pocket dirt? loam. <laughs> pocket loam. Yeah, right. pocket Salt. dirt. Salt. Salt and I. I don't know if we have any of that. All right. You guys begin heading forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you eventually get to the point where ever so faintly through the earplugs you can hear the music. I mean, you actually, you have to get a lot closer for this to happen than when what you got, because mm-hmm. it's harder to hear the music, obviously, with the... When you're starting to get a sense, it's when you hear the music is when the magical effect tries to take effect. So, you're immune. You two have advantage. Vendon has advantage. Did you deafen him? No, he's okay. just plugged up. You have advantage because, I guess everyone has advantage because of the, um, earplugs at the very least. You're immune. You're immune because of protection from evil good. Vendon is has advantage because he's a elf. Wasn't he also? So this is a wisdom save that everyone needs to roll for. Yep, wisdom save. So you, well, yeah. So right. yeah, you three make wisdom saves with it. I have plus one, so fifteen. Nine. Fuck. Oh, that's much better. Ah. Uh... Oh, that's even better with... Okay. 22. Okay. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You too. Oh. You. 15. And, and Vendon. It was a DC 16. Oh, man. Um, the moment you begin to hear the, the faint bits of this music through your earplugs, you immediately like, oh, this sounds great. You take your earplugs out. Oh, no. And you just start sprinting towards this campfire. It's probably... About 120 feet away at this point. All right. Okay. Shit, All right. Well, we need to follow. Okay. Uh, just gonna put the fire out. That's not a bad idea. Do we see any? Like, can we tell where the source of this music's coming from? So as you follow them and you get closer to the campfire, mm-hmm. you see. Um, so there's a campfire. Huh. You see this like piccolo, that's just dancing around mm-hmm. and playing this wonderful music. Mm-hmm. Um. It doesn't seem to have anyone playing it. Mm-hmm. It's just going around playing, but playing itself. Um, 
and you see now Percy, Locke, and Rain dancing like goddamn fools and around the campfire. And Venden. Dancing or just dancing around the campfire and like going like locking arms and going around in circles at times with each other, just mm-hmm. having a grand old time. Hey, and you fun. also see littering the floor of this clearing mm-hmm. with the um, bones. campfire bones and various dead bodies. Uh, uh, I'm gonna cast detect magic. <laughs> you detect enchantment magic on the piccolo. So much goddamn. <laughs> I want also to cast Dispel Magic on the Piccolo. Okay, uh, let me double check something. Okay. Yep. And skip this track because I still have not edited this playlist apparently. Try and grab the Piccolo. I know it's not a Piccolo, but uh, just the way you're describing it being super cheerful and stuff, I just imagine that uh, movement from Carnival of the Animals is like. It's all flute. I don't know, Carlo Daniels, I'm not sure I remember it. Where is it? Make a wisdom check. That's 20 for 27. Damn. You look at it and you go, enough of this shit. <laughs> you see this, and you're like, I hate dancing. Fuck <laughs> joy. I'm from the town of Footloose. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're the old man in a young adult, like, kid, like a young adult movie that uh-huh. just, like, hates, hates fun. <laughs> you yeah, I'm could, just going to bonk it with my quarter staff. Yeah. You, you, um, you walk up to it, and it's kind of hard to get because it's dancing around the plot, but you just kind of wait at a point and it gets around you, and you hit it with a quarterstaff, and like this small puff of purplish like, smoke fills the air around it, and then you just see it kind of go, and the piccolo falls to the ground, and you three, as well as Percy, kind of wake up. You're a little out of breath. You have a, da- you have a feeling you're about to fucking you're kind of dance, right. dance the night away. <laughs> this close to twerking. Percy. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're like you get stopped in the position like with your hand yeah. up. Like, oh. <laughs> Damn it! Next Okay. You pick it up. Um, make an Arcana check, I guess. Is my is it still reading magical to me? Oh, uh, you're detect magic. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, you still have the general magical sense of the forest around. Twenty-one. You, right. It doesn't seem to. Um. It seems like the piccolo was was enchanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem to have anything anymore. Like, it seems like it's got some, like, various runes and kind of carvings on it that you know are indicative of enchantments, but they don't have, like, a kind of glow on it anymore. Is it a quality instrument? It seems like a pretty damn good piccolo. Yunk! Hang on to that for sure. Yeah, take that back to Browdock and And see if you can make me re-enchant, or see if it'd enchant up easier. Any pings off of the dead bodies for anything magical? No. Okay. Mostly just seem like dead bodies. Which that's something you guys realize. I've literally been dancing on skeletons. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, they appear to have been eaten. Or no, dead. they just appear. Based, to death. You yeah. you get a sense based on having been under the effect of this spell. It would have literally just had you dance until your heart stopped. And the fire is still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you do get a little bit of magical sense off the of fire. I was gonna, okay. That's what I was about to ask. Does the fire feel hot like a normal fire? Yeah, it feels warm. I'm gonna touch it. <laughs> no, no, no. Anastasia is not. Let's put it out. 
Yeah. Everybody, uh, Nostra, I'm going to turn your back. Oh, <laughs> oh. Gross. I mean, part of that. It doesn't seem to have much of an effect on the fire, but man, it smells like you just pissed on a fire. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. Well, I'm not gonna stay here. I'm not staying here anymore. Let's go. Let's keep driving the clock onward. Which I don't know if any of you have pissed on a fire. It smells bad. I mean, you're literally like like you're burning ammonia, basically. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's, there's a pile of dead bodies around. How much worse can it be? Probably not much. I guess that's a fair Probably point. Probably only make it but better. Still. Certainly not better. Though. <laughs> I don't know. So you guys quickly move on mm-hmm. and continue traveling for the rest of the day. The rest of the day goes by without any issue, mm-hmm. um, and you eventually find a nice, clear spot in the forest to make camp for the night. Oh, so cool. choose. Sweet. I'm glad that I didn't burn all my spells for the day we were going to get him. All right. Well, I guess Doma. All right. All right. Make a d20 roll. Is 17. It? Okay, yeah, as long as it's not in that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys doing watches? Sure. I think we should. Percy's doing watch. Okay, so Percy make his uh, roll for the whole night, and then who's doing first watch? I'll do first watch. Okay, so roll your perception check. 14. Why does perception is wisdom? I just am still thinking about Percy. Yes. Just around this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're big, stupid 15. owl legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 15. Doing that, like, parrot uh, bass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 18. That is a funny image, an owl trying to dance. Uh, <laughs> it's wings it's great. Uh, I love it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, your first watch goes by without too much issue. Um, still the weird... Fuck, it, it's to the point where you know what kind of fucky shit to expect, so it doesn't really phase you. Um, as far as like what's going on with the forest. Um, but nothing extra out of the ordinary happens um, during your watch. So you wake up for second watch. Who wants to be second? Uh, you've been doing a lot of watches. Right. There you go. So I'm going to go and make a check. Uh, You're going to have disadvantage because of the dark. Uh, oh, there you go. 16 plus whatever you want. Perception. Not me. Not me. I know we've got one, don't we? Yeah. Got what? Or revivify. So 19. I don't think I did. Um, your watch goes by without an issue. appear to be. I know I don't have it. Oh, I do have the stuff to do. Well, we have a moot point now. He wasn't <laughs> dead. He was just dancing like a fool. Um, yeah, I don't see the scroll in here. We did have one, all right. Yeah. So someone's got it. Um, <clears throat> it should be whoever has the card of Revivify. Do you have it? Because that was how we were figuring we were going to track who has the who has those scrolls is whoever has the card. I've got it. Okay. But I also have that spell. Yeah. Well, I hadn't been giving you your spells because I know you're keeping track okay. on it. So we were saying, I was just saying that like the card can be the scroll. Can I give it to you then? Because I have the spell revivify for if any of you you all go down, but I can't revivify myself. So I don't know that I can. I, I, I home rule for um, scrolls that you can cast it if it's not in your spell casting mm-hmm. list, but you have to use the spell casting ability of the class that it's from. Yeah. So like you'd oh. be using your wisdom rather than your intelligence. 
Hmm. Is it? Uh -huh. Oh, I'm game. Are you very wise? <laughs> Hold on here. In that case, somebody give me a scroll of find familiar. We don't have one. No, we don't have one. <laughs> See if we can make one. I'm. I think we should all. Everybody who can cast should. Just okay, I'm, I'm going okay. to immediately shut down that proposal. <laughs> I'm okay. Because I like to have my homebrew rules be potentially broken as long as no one fucking fucks with them. Yeah. <laughs> but the moment you start fucking with it, nobody else can have fun. <laughs> Why I love this group. Everyone's in general in the spirit of the game of we don't try to break the game. Yeah. <laughs> a centaur cannot ride another centaur with another centaur on top of that and another centaur on top of that. Unless it's a circus. It's, it's an argument that people have made about 5e because centaurs can technically, can, can any medium creature can ride a centaur uh -huh. and a centaur is a medium creature. Yeah. So, so they have theory the game that you could stack centaurs on top of each other. Technically. It reminds you of that board game the other day with oh, racing camels or whatever. Yeah. Well, that was different. <laughs> that was meant well, to just true. signify that they were like neck and neck and he was uh, in slightly in front of each other. Um, and then who are you waking up for third watch? Um, wake up Locke over there. <laughs> Alright, Locke, you've been woken up for lunch? For, for, for <laughs> lunch, uh, I wish it was lunch. <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, it's lunch? Uh, watch. <laughs> okay. It's psych, it's just watch. I imagine that was like his first steps in the dance. Yeah. Like, All right, let's give this a shot. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can find anything on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that can be bad though too. Okay. Rule thirty-four. <laughs> um, so, uh, lock your watch goes by without issue. Um, you don't seem to notice anything too hanky. <laughs> um, and you guys wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. Um, I want everyone to make a survival check. Shit. 17. 6. Okay. 11. 18. Okay. Lock and right again. What was yours again? 10. Yeah, lock and right again. You guys. Uh, Keeping a good eye, having a good idea of which direction is the right direction. At, at this point, the forest looks totally fucking different. You're just going by feel, but you have a good feel. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is. A, I have a good feeling about this direction. Hmm. I've not got a bad feeling. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, like how dense are the trees around here? They're get, they're pretty dense. Yeah. What do you mean dense of like thickness of trunks or just how yeah, close they are? Like together? how close they are together. Like, they're fairly they're, dense. I mean, it's not like. Are there pockets, or is it all just, you know? It's like there are pockets. It's like it's, it's like a slightly dense normal forest um, as far as density. Like the underbrush is really thick. It's really hard to walk through in that regard. Mm -hmm. But as far as the actual like, like there's space to walk in between the trees. Okay. Uh, Melvin, this Melvin the Stone on our right hand. Death World on Venon. All right, go ahead and make your D twenty roll for that. Two twos in a row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone is melding the stone on them. Uh, Vendon has Death Ward on him. Yep. Uh, and you guys proceed forward. Fairly early on in the day, as you guys are walking. Oh, Major on the Roll the <laughs> uh, Seven. Okay. 
Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys see, um, kind of off to your right just a little bit, there seems to be a small pool of this strange silver liquid. Ugh. That's Unicorn thick. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's like a, and you can see a faint streak that's kind of dripping into it. That like goes off and kind of into the distance. How far out? Um, it's you. It's like about twenty feet in front of you. Because um, oh. it's not a huge pool of silver liquid. It's like it's a small puddle. So okay. it's, it's, it's got a streak pond. in it. Yeah. It's not pond. Well, it's not. A, it's it's got a streak leading to it. Like it, there seems to be a flowing like bit of this silver liquid uh, dripping into it. Okay. So it's you coming from blood. somewhere. Detect magic. <laughs> yeah. It seems vaguely magical, but not like from a school. And it doesn't mm. seem like it's not potent. It just like has this very faint magical aura. Does it look familiar at all? Make an arcana check. Does it look alchemical in any way? Make an intelligence check with your proficiency bonus. Five. You definitely don't recognize it. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like just weird enough to be like this could be potentially very useful in uh, alchemy, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. Can I like cast mage hand and just like dip the hand into it? And... It when it comes up, it is a, this thick, like slightly coagulated um, liquid that just like sticks to the hand a little bit. Do you have any vials? That was I was just about to ask. Does anybody have anything that we can? I believe I do. I think I do too. Just scoop up a little bit of this stuff. Because I've got some empty whole, uh, vials that I use for holy water that I don't have anymore. I've got three. Okay. And I may have explained this poorly, but like you see the little like flow of this liquid kind of goes back away and kind of around a corner. Not really about Let's like a 30 feet. Like a, like a very thin, thin very stream, about like 30 feet. And then it kind of curves off around a corner. And you said it's dripping down into this puddle? Yeah. It's like it goes for a little bit and then it goes to like a little bit of a rock's edge and then older your end. Well, let's collect some because it seems like it could be potentially valuable. Yeah. With your mage hand. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll find the we'll follow this. Okay. Do you so have empty vials? I have three okay. that I'm gonna let him use. Okay. Yeah. So you have three vials of um, mysterious silver liquid. That's uh, and I'll wow. remove these from my inventory. I need to get some vials and some holy water though. I have five flasks of oil that currently have oil in them, but some of those could be emptied. Let's find the source of this. If it is some creature yeah. bleeding, maybe we can make a friend here by saving it. Do we want to send Pepsi ahead, just in case <laughs> it's dangerous? Or just in case he dances again? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't seem like it's very far away. No. I say we just walk over there. Check it out. Oh, I actually have an empty vial. I just got a vial, okay. So if you want luck, you can have four vials of mysterious mm-hmm. silver liquid. Okay. If this is at all, I want mine if it will be at all useful in brewing. Um, so you guys heading forward to check out where it's coming from? I think so. Okay, you guys walk forward and you kind Stealthily. of... Stealthily. Make a stealth check. Five. Thirteen. <laughs> Come on, dice. Oh, wait. 
We retired, guys. Bing. Swear to God. Oh. Swear to God. Okay. Twenty-four. Okay, you guys move forward decently stealthy, kind of trying to follow the stream and like stay hidden in the underbrush. Um, you eventually you kind of turn the corner and you see a um, a corpse of a what looks to be a beautifully immaculate white horse. Mm-hmm. Um, with kind of, it, you take a look at it. You have seen a creature like this before. It is. It does seem to be a unicorn. That is currently bleeding out of its gut. Do we know, like, now that I know that it's unicorn blood, do I know any of the properties of what unicorn blood can be? Whoa, let's take a step back. Is this thing, can we save this? So the corpse. It seems to be a corpse that is dead, and and it's just, it's like just leaking the blood out of a a large gash across its belly. Do Do I know anything about the... Uh, I would say with the, it's it'd still be your earlier check, uh, okay, then and so yeah, you yeah. you you no idea what unicorn blood would be used for. Um, it, I mean, it does have its horns still. It does have its horns? We get that unicorn <laughs> skin is unicorn skin. Can you make armor out of unicorn okay, skin? Hold on. Even though this Take might have this. useful stuff, I am not gonna like the idea of scavenging pieces of a unicorn. I think Dude, we should you guys do remember you have talked to a unicorn that is it's definitely an intelligent creature yeah, <laughs> that is very like, sentient. I mean, I this one is not. They're also like You're thinking Harry Potter lore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't, don't conflate this with Harry Potter too much. <laughs> I mean, well, I still think we should take that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it either, really. It's already, it's already good. And I feel like that has to be useful for something. That's what I'm but, saying. It being such a pure well, now I'm trying to fucking now I'm trying to make. Sense. I mean, you do you have experience that they're very bright, intelligent creatures that seem to be exceeding the climb. Yeah, you've met so one. We, yeah, we've met I just uh, am afraid that by having one of these, it's gonna be someone's gonna mistake us for unicorn killers. Well, how about we just give it a sorry about your bad luck and move on. Keep the blood bill. Yeah, I mean, I've already got it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's already halfway through the horn. <laughs> I didn't personally extract it from his creature. It was just kind of laying there. Is there... Like, can I tell how it was destroyed? Yeah, how, how was it killed? You said bleeding from the guts? Uh, uh, you, it's got a large gash on it. It's going to make a medicine check. Yeah, let's figure that out. Why is this thing dead here? We should worry more about keeping ourselves alive. Oh, wait. Fuck that dice. <laughs> You take a look at it. I mean, you gather that the large gash across its belly probably had something to do with it. Um, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but can I identify what maybe what the gash is from? Um, a sharp object. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I mean, medicine right. checks well, aren't gonna I like. like yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like you like do the medicine check and you like get to see how it died. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like um, God, what's that Tom Cruise movie? Uh, Minority Report. Oh yeah. Free uh, uh, yeah, um, but I mean, is it slashing? Yeah, so or was it just piercing, or was it, was it piercing? It seems to be a large slash from some kind of sword, dagger. Okay. That's okay. what I was after. Blade, so some kind of bladed, some kind of bladed thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a single slash. You do see small nicks and cuts all along the bottle, body that do seem to indicate that there was some kind of fight. Mm. Is it more in tune with a rapier? Kind of. Isn't that what? Um, what's his name uses? Vinden? 
Uh, yeah, he uses a rapier, and no, rapiers are, are, are poke poke. poke. Right, right, right. Uh, whereas this is very much like a stabby stab. Okay. Flashy. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I realize that we want to get where we're going, but I think we should bury this, and as our resident cleric, you should say like some sanctifying words. Do we, do we want to use that time? I think I don't. We, do. we don't know how much time is passing in this. I know me and Locke aren't digging shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, funny that, it, it's funny that we went from should we just like rip it apart and take all of its pieces to let's give it a sanctimonious burial. And I'm still words. with Terry hey, and its pieces. Well, but not sanctimonious. Sanctimonious is uh, hypocritically pious. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. No, that's fine too. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what it would be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm doing it. That's what's happening. I also feel like your comment of like immediately going to let's rip it up is so on color with like the comment we made earlier. You're kind of like the bender of the group. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like something bender would totally do. Up. <laughs> At the very least, I'll, we don't bury. I'll definitely say a few words. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What do you say? So I, I'm, I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't like, know. I'm religious. I'll just take a knee, put my hand on it, and you know, <laughs> say a prayer for a peaceful passing and okay. all that. You yeah. say you could like sing your ABCs in celestials. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is it? Graceful repose or something like that. I'm Gentle sure. repose. Yes. That's a, that's a like. Oh yeah, that's a, that's like body can't. It's decay. within the minute. Like it had to have died within the no 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 no. I think ever yeah. It's like, like it keeps it from decaying. Yeah. Right for ten days. No, I wanted the one that isn't there something that makes sure it can't be undead or anything like that. That's I think gentle, I, gentle repose does that. It doesn't decay for ten days and it can't be risen. I don't have that though. I wrote him a poem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there once was a horse whose skull protruded through his head. It was long and thin. Eventually came to define him. <laughs> and now he's dead. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you can have a small moment, mm-hmm. perhaps some of you taking it more seriously than others, yeah. over this dead unicorn body. Um, and then, what do you next? Uh, I, I have those five vials of oil. I am going to empty two of them and get more two more vials of the blood. Okay. You're <laughs> going back this, man. So you now have two vials of unicorn blood. You can also change the mysterious silver liquid to well, unicorn blood three, if you want. because I gave him the empty vial. So I want one of those back. You've got three, I've got three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the reason I'm thinking is that if these really are naturally good creatures, throwing a vial of that, of that at the beholder might do it some harm. I don't know. Wild guess. Wild guess. You wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Blood my eyes. All right. Um, wait. What if... What if Blood. What if a unicorn horn in the eye is the only way to kill a beholder? <laughs> Dude, I think we need to take this one. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you from taking the one. The question is, though, how does one remove a unicorn horn? With force. With yeah. Heavy force. Weird. We don't have a hacksaw. I, I sure don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I guess have it gets to keep the pointy bit of the skull. Because I don't have anything that's going to take it off. You also think back to the time you tried to like dissect a Zorn with a rapier, yeah. and how ex- excruciatingly painful that was because you basically had to poke holes in it, like one after the other, right next to it. <laughs> so, what direction was this traveling? Whenever it was toward where we're going, or uh, based on the way it's laying, mm-hmm. 
its head is facing like kind of perpendicular to where you were going. Oh, Which if it was in a fight though, probably doesn't right, really yeah. tell us anything. That's true. We'd have to search like the growth, the undergrowth well, and stuff. The fact that this was done with a sword tells me that there's probably maybe some more uh, charmed yeah. individuals yeah, around here. Yeah. So when we attack this beholder, we might be potentially attacking some of your friends. I hope not, but we trust you. And if we can free them like we freed you, we will, but we also have to worry about our own survival. This is true. I, Freeing them first might be a good way to ensure... They knew what they were getting into when they came into it. Also, none of them, none of the others were from the Order of Death. They were they essentially self orders that I picked up to go in it, not alone. So you fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like what he's saying, pretty much. Yep. No, fuck those guys, we're good. <laughs> death ordered me, Well, I don't know what else to do here. It feels like maybe we're missing something, but I say we move on. I mean, it feels like we've walked about 20 feet away, come back, yeah. walk another 30 feet. Oh, wait a second. You know what? Let's go back. Let's okay, let's keep going. Let's, let's just go. go. Okay, you guys continue forward. The rest of the day goes by without issue. Okay. Um, you eventually find a spot to camp. Okay. So choose. These days are so... Like, every time you say that, I'm like... Okay, it wasn't today. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are you putting the dome up? Still no signs out. of the servant wanting to fuck with me. Ooh, four. So far, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now you're good. And so far, no? Yeah, I should have skinned that thing. Up, up, up. <laughs> <laughs> I should be wearing a unicorn coat right I now. I should. <laughs> I really should. <laughs> this is some bullshit. How far <laughs> have we gone? <laughs> no! Because, no. I mean, how? We drove I mean, seven fuck. hours away from it. He's like, I think I Talk about <laughs> grit. I, mean, no. I think I can find my way back in this forest that is 100% always right. actively trying to get us yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got I can't believe I walked away from oh, yeah, it. I'm sending Percy on top of the dome. Okay. Uh, have Percy make his perception check and then he's doing first watch. Shall if you guys want. Okay. Go ahead and make perception check. I'm not going to go to sleep tonight. Yeah. That's bad. Nine. Okay. I, I didn't see anything. Fifteen. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Brian. Or block. <laughs> Uh, your watch goes by without issue. You don't notice anything too crazy weird. You just wake up, lock, make your perception check. Uh, I'm gonna wait like five minutes and then we'll wake up to the next two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll wait for watch. That's what I thought you were doing your first two, but then I realized no, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> 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 but that is 100% the thing I think lock away. Yeah, me too. Well, That's what I think was. Yeah. You know, the longer we stay here, the more that this question starts to eat at me. And it's, I mean, it takes your magic to use. So, I mean, would there be a way that you could, like, get a hold of somebody from the outside? Uh, probably. I would need to cast, or I would need to prepare sending for tomorrow, though I haven't been keeping it prepared. But I don't know if it's going to reach. Well, sending go, goes anywhere, right? You sending said? is across the plains. All right. So yeah, I mean, if you if it's that important to you, I could. But sending well, doesn't work if they're dead. If you if you don't have it right now, then I, you know I don't know when we're gonna run into this thing. I just thought maybe if you had it handy. I don't have it handy at the moment because. Right now, everything I've been keeping loaded is either to keep you all alive, dispel anything that would be negative that this thing could do to us, 
or to revive you from death if you do die. And we appreciate it. <coughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. and also, just I, something I always forget about sending, there is a 5% chance that the message doesn't arise, arrive if they're on a different planet. Gotcha. That's something you would know about your own self. Right. So um, I could prepare it for tomorrow, but that means either nah. no revivify, melt in the stone, incite greed, and then mass healing word I have prepared because whenever I heal somebody, I can remove a magic effect against them as well. Oh, cool. So I just have that in the event that I might be able to remove some deep, some yeah, debuffs from you guys. So far, it hasn't worked at all one time, but... You've had it work several times. Have I? Last yeah. time, I tried it, it several times last session and it never worked. Unless because it was like a level 5 spell and you were right. only level 1 and 2 spells. <laughs> wearing unicorn skin would be so decadent. Oh my god. <laughs> like, as a bard, just, dude, it's just so sick. It's like wearing a blanket of lotion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it would be awesome. <laughs> well, then never mind. I uh, just, sorry for waking you up. That's I just right. didn't know if you... I'm anxious to get back myself with knowing that time is funky here. You remember how much, um... How paid are our servants? I'm afraid that when we get home, Norris and, Ever and Agatha... They might have been dead for a hundred years by the time we get home. Maybe. I'm hoping that maybe just a month or two has passed since... You guys are asleep. I think we paid for like three months or something. Well, and it sounds like Fendon at least thinks he's been here for a couple months, and we've only been here for... Five days. Ish. Well, hopefully, maybe just a couple months have passed for us, and I feel like we've treated our servants well enough that maybe they might stick around longer in the home as long as the governor and every other hungry politician in there hasn't taken our house the first chance they've gotten. Huh. Well, if the forest will stop fucking with us, maybe we can get somewhere. Yeah, I'm hoping that we find whatever we're looking for tomorrow because I want to get out of here as well. And if they take in our house. We'll take it back. Which is what I would imagine Rain would say if he's in a room. Sounds like something you would say. <laughs> Alright, well, sorry for waking up. It's alright. I'll just go ahead and continue to do my like I'll keep you company through your watch. Uh sixteen. Okay. Can I roll two? So I'm hanging out. Yep. Uh twenty-five. So, nothing happens during your watch. Nick, you, mm. at one point, hear something that you heard the very first night before you guys came into the forest. You hear a, this a deep, kind of like, toothy belly laugh. Just, ah! <laughs> a faint sound of music. A very familiar song. His song? Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? This, I mean, Once you point it out and you like listen for it intently, you can hear it's it's faint, mm -hmm. louder than the first time you heard it. It definitely sounds like it's gotten louder, mm -hmm. not but not to the point where you can sit and try and memorize the song and cheese this whole right. encounter that I've planned for you all. That's okay. <laughs> that, that's not even what I was trying to do. I hate not being right. <laughs> I mean, like if you hear it too, I was about to like wake everybody up. Well, we know what it is. I know, but I think at least Dorme should hear this. I'm gonna like make my way over to Dorme and just wake you back up. 
<laughs> I already did my watch. Yeah. And he, as he points it out, and you listen really intently, Dorme, um, you hear it, and it's strange. This is the first time you've ever heard this song sung, other than when Ray was singing. And does it sound like it's being sung by that toothy... Am I hearing anything <laughs> new? You don't... So, so uh, you don't hear the laughing and the singing at the same time. Right. So you imagine that maybe. Okay. Um, and for you, you hear new notes every now and then, but again, you can't like make out the whole bits of new things, but you do make out some... Overall, the song is kind of a single phrase that just repeats itself over and over again musically, but the words then change. It's, it's basically like a single chorus that just gets refrained all over and over and over again, and the words change. But each time the words change, there's this magical element where another voice seems to appear out of nowhere and support it and add to the chord structure. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. and you're hearing some new chords and such that you're, that you have not heard before when singing it. So you, okay. it seems to be singing. What? So I am learning more of the song by listening to it, mm-hmm. but not what I'm looking for. Well, you're learning like a note here and there okay. and you don't know where it is because it's one of those things that's so hard to hear. You're kind of coming in and out of mm-hmm. it. What okay. instruments are we hearing through this? You only hear voices at this moment. Okay. So more than one voice. So uh, again, maybe he's got some thralls yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. Keeping this well, you also know from when he's saying it, other voices just seem to appear, even when it's just him. Oh, okay, like, cool. Like the song itself seems magical. to create magical chord structures to support That's itself. tight as fuck. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I mean, if I could learn what I needed to just by listening to get just closer. I don't know. I don't know that we should move closer to it, but I heard this whenever we first were traveling into the forest, and I thought at least maybe you should hear it too. Yeah. I, I would say that. that this may seem like we're getting closer, but again, I heard this before we even... It's not any clearer now than it was then? It's a bit louder, but... Okay. I don't know. What you made that like means. a twenty-seven or something perception check that yeah. first night. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, I guess it seemed important. But whatever it is you want to do, I think this is your your bag. Yeah. Well. No, some of us. Well, guess we know which direction it is. Yeah. I guess we need our sleep though. Yeah. yeah, otherwise you take a point of exhaustion. Yeah, we need to, we don't we need need to rest up. But make note of which where it is uh, lying on the ground. Right. Know. Yeah, not much we can do. Yeah. I hope we can follow it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just going to lay down with my head pointed towards <clears> it, so I don't know where but it is. Okay. Here's the thing. Seems like we're, we're there. Yeah, it sounds like we're getting there. Yeah, it seems like it's about to happen. Alright, well, I'm just as ready as I was the first day we were here. Yeah. <clears throat> we, all know, we all know the plan. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess we'll just finish out our watch. Okay. Charm, greed, hide, pounce. That's the plan. More or less. Uh, how many more watches do we have left? Uh, I'll say the rest of the night goes by without issue. Okay. Right. Um, other than crazy, every now and then, if you point it out to the people that they at the kind of listen, they hear music every now and then. It's not a constant thing; like it doesn't seem to be constantly singing, but um, every now and then, the song seems to pipe up. Cool. 
It sounds like he was in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a plus. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it might be. Yeah. I mean... I'd hate maybe, to be dealing with Rude Boy. <laughs> we might not have to fight him. I hope not. Yeah. Maybe he's just cool. <laughs> As you guys wake up, Dormay, you have slept with your beak. It, like I imagine you even like drew a line with yep. your beak, just intently focused on the direction that you heard yeah. this music. Um, so I will not require survival checks for this morning. You guys know the direction that you need to go. Build on the stone, death ward. Okay, make the d20 rolls for that. Seven, right? <laughs> you realize how unlikely it is that you have made days of these rolls. I know it's a five percent chance each time. I'm but gonna major on myself. Oh. I mean, because what would that be? That'd be like point oh five to the like seventh power each day. Ten. Uh, it's been a while since I did. I was always shitty at probabilities. Okay, anyway. I don't even care to hear it. Yeah. I seriously think that's 0.05 to the seventh power each day, and so then because I think you do exponentials for how many times you do it. Well, well, what you're trying to figure is the chance yeah, that do it, it anyway. doesn't. Happen. <laughs> so it would be. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's a, a 95 percent times 95 percent. Yeah. So, so it'd be 0.95 to the seventh power each day. Right. So then with four or five days, that's like 0.97 to the 28th power. Or 0.95 to the 28th power or something like that. So it becomes more probable over time that you'll roll the one? Yeah. Well, actually, she's doing the dome, so that's eight times a day. Yeah. So what you're saying is there's a chance. (laughs) So it's a... (laughs) Yeah, because it's it's a... Fuck, it's a 19 out of 20... It's a 19 over 20 chance that it doesn't happen each time you roll. And then that times eight each day. Basically, with eight a day, there is a one in three chance per day, approximately. Yeah. That you should get something. And cool. we've gone several <laughs> days. Oh, I just pulled the odds, sorry. Well, and then three well, to the and fifth. Then I made you myself. And then it's like one third oh, times one third times one third times one third. All eight casting. His seven her well, no, but I'm saying for like for how many days you guys have been in here. Right. It's one third times one third times one third times one yeah. third. Yeah, so I think we're kind of done with the probability <laughs> talk. I used to suck at probabilities, and I feel like I have a decent hold on them, so I'm, I'm feeling... I'm Enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> three to the fifth power, then. Three times three is nine, times twenty-seven, times... Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> well, once again, you're looking at the ads of, odds of it not happening, so there's a two-thirds chance per day, so it's... So you go two-thirds <laughs> times two-thirds, two thirds, okay. and, it, and you yeah. get a smaller number. <gasps> okay. Um, so... It's okay. Do you want me to just pull the thing off and show you the fucking beholder then? <laughs> so, because it's sitting right here. <laughs> no, look, so, so how's that math work? So, yeah, what are the odds do you think that he'll pull this out? <laughs> so, 100%. Um, okay, you guys, is there anything, any other prep work you guys want to do before you're heading out for the day? I already said it, but I've Yeah, you're doing it. Major Armour, I heard the roll. Thank you for making sure that. Do you or do you not want to fly? Should I, should I fly? 
I think it might be a good idea. Yeah, I do too. Just the more directions we're all staggered out okay, means... Well, Percy, you're you, on your own flying. Then. Well, <laughs> do you have... Featherfall? I mean, do you have a way to... I do not have Featherfall uh, prepared today. So maybe don't fly very high. I mean, you don't have to take a lot of bludgeoning damage. Even just getting... (laughs) I mean, this is the start of the day. I'd say this is part of your prep work is preparing spells. If you want to change your preparation, I'd say you can. That's totally up to you. This is that's part of the whole this whole like starting of the day thing. You can change spells if you want. You can discuss what spells you want to have prepared. That's if that's going to be the plan, then you know we'll we'll go for it. But yeah, I, I think I will. Okay, all right. Yeah, and I'm mostly going to be a support role. I'm going to do everything I can to just ping it and piss it off to get mm-hmm. its attention toward me, so you guys can do what. Charmy charm. Just, just to be on the safe side. I know it's not a lot. I'll do good berries. Everybody what do they do for you? One hit point. Oh. Uh, okay. So they yep. do like some weird druid like spy shit where you like make a you make a like a tooth with like a good, yeah, with a good berry in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like whenever you die, you like like clench your teeth really hard. Yeah. And it like brings you back up. It's like you're coughing up blood, but just a bunch of juice. <laughs> I feel like that'd be like a, a druid plus an artificer. Yeah. <laughs> be able to make those little, like, toe pockets. Anyway. Um, so, you guys moving forward? Yep. Okay. I will look for opportunities to, like, get up in the trees if an opportunity like that presents itself. Okay. I mean, the trees look decently climbable. You do know from experience when Percy tried to, like, go up into the canopy, branches and shit started falling, trying to, like, knock them down. I, I, if we do this, I wouldn't want to go high. The idea is just to be able to jump down on the thing. Okay. Um, but it, the opportunity may not present, so I'll stick with the group. Okay. If we, I would if, say at any point when you see a tree, all the trees look decently climbable, especially for you. You're a monk. That's that's kind of the monk's mo. Is they're good at doing that right, kind of shit. Right up on, yeah. Um. Okay. After traveling for a couple hours. Um. You come across a structure. It a looks, stone structure? It looks to be made of stone. Holy shit. And it looks to be <laughs> vaguely in some kind of circle. I'm going to put the map out for you. Alrighty then. Yeah, let's go ahead and clear the... I uh, just got those too. Made of stone with very in- intricate weaving mm-hmm. bits of stone even, which is interestingly crafted. Um, that's what you guys can see at the moment. You guys are approaching from kind of this direction, kind of where, like, Elizabeth's sitting. Okay. Do we... Can we tell, is there canopy all the way across the top of this? Or is it open to the sky above? The canopy seems to extend over it. Okay. And they're dropping down, like a spider monkey? So, yes, dropping down. Oh, yes, dropping down. I had another idea. I'd say, and you guys are pretty far at this point. You guys are probably a good, like, 200-ish feet over here. There's just not that much space on the yeah. map for that. <laughs> Let's discuss what we want to do if this is our, if this is I could, what we think it is. I could turn myself invisible, go in there, and charm him. Mm-hmm. Assuming invisibility is going to fool him. Right. I was going to do the same thing and get in there so I could curse him or 
bang him or something. Yeah. Well, but if man, you happen to make a noise and he looks your way, yeah. visibility is over. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, you have cast fly on me. I could just. Well, if and you guys also can hear very clearly um, from this structure fairly often that laugh. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> is he laughing after we say shit? Like, no, it maybe just we seems, it invisible and he's like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> no, it just seems, it seems really sporadic. Okay. It reminds you a lot of the nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he also occasionally singing a song? You haven't heard it yet? Okay. Well, if, go ahead. I was going to say, it might not hurt us to just wait a little bit. Let's if he does sing a song from here, you might be able to get some actual pieces of the song. Yeah. If more than one person is uh, interested in going invisible, I do have this test of disappearance. And if we're all invisible and he, you know, spots one of us, maybe the noise that is heard, maybe he'll like, oh, I got the invisible one. And there's five other invisible ones around. How long does it last? I know how to find out. Yeah, it'd be cool if we could pull off something that was slick. Um, 2D, 4 minutes. So just long enough to... Get in, get out. Slowly. Well, just get in and sneak up and get the element of surprise. Or even just be able to observe what's going on in there. Because not only can we go in invisible, but we don't have to use any of the entrances since we all can meld into the stone and walk um, in. Does melding the stone work with man-made stone? Or is it only natural pieces of rock? I think it works with all of it, but I'll... I just can't remember, because I think it's the... I know the earth elemental, it's like it can only do non-man-made, like, cut bricks, but... I think it just says stone. I'll double-check you, but I believe it. Um, stone object or surface large enough to fully contain the body. That's weird, because it does, it does quantify, you step into a stone object or surface large enough to fully contain your body, and like, technically speaking, a stone wall made of stone bricks is not large enough to contain your own body, because you're, like, the stone, like, the bricks are technically separate, and the mortar is not technically stone, oh. technically speaking, but it also is, it's weird. I'll say... So you, man. I could fit in stone wall Well, person. a lot also depends okay. on this. For example, is this... Hinge-like, as in H-E-N-G-E. Like Stonehenge, oh, each yeah, slab saying. is gargantuan. Um, let me see. Well, just having a bunch of stones stacked on top of each other would be enough for me to do it. I know mortar's stuck in there, too, but like stone itself probably isn't pure, either. Well, if he made it, would it have mortar? <clears throat> I have no probably idea. Probably just be <laughs> natural. I'm consulting the think tank of the internet really quick. Right. Yeah, man. Do your thing. Because all we have to do is try to bump into this wall and see if it works. Right. Trying to get him outside of this, eventually? Or not? Well, I think we should focus on just defeating it. And if we see an opening, like if it makes its way toward one of these exits, either you or I Mm -hmm. will just continue to lead it. That's kind of how I'm treating this plan. I think I should... 
cast lion to a bunch of men. We throw that test of disappearance on us and mm-hmm. go in and see what we can see and then lay the hammer down. Maybe even if you're going to do the greed and charm, surreptitiously place the gem somewhere out there but visible. Just like place it. Now it's visible. Get out of there. And that way somebody can like oh. throw a rock that way, make a noise. Interesting thing about melting the stone that the think tank of the internet has pointed out. You can use your movement to leave the stone where you entered it. Oh. Which ends the spell. You otherwise can't move. Oh, so it's, not, it's, not an earth, it's not an earth glide. Right. It's, a, you, it's like, you, like you do the Homer Simpson like into the stone, uh-huh. and then you can go back out, but you can't move through it. You can't yeah. go out somewhere else. Yeah, it's, it is literally... So I couldn't pass all the way through it. Yeah, yeah. so technically so it's like a hide. Yeah, so technically you can't use it like you used it in the crab block tomb, but whatever. Okay. We're not right, conning yeah, that right, shit right, that far right. back. Right. Um, so this is just a, no, if you need to hide that. from damage, maybe <laughs> yeah. you can. Well, maybe we could use that as uh, an indicator that someone is hurt. If they, if we see any one of us Diving fall into, the into one of these walls, then mm-hmm. we might need to reshape our should, priorities. You should still be able to hear us if you're in the stone. So if I see one of you all back into it, I will holler when yeah, I'm ready to heal that, one of you all. You might be really screwed, though, if you get into it and fall unconscious. Well, I don't think so. An interesting yeah. thing about the way the spell is written, it also seems like you're supposed to meld into the stone when you cast it. Well, but then it's also a ritual, spell. right? That wouldn't be. Able That's to work. so weird. They designed the spell really poorly, yeah. and they, or at least they worded it really poorly. Yeah, because I mean, it also says it says it ends the spell if you leave the stone. Right. But you got to cast a ritual to do it. Or you can you can cast a ritual to do it. That, like the, just, the option being there is so weird. Well, it's just like it lasts for eight, eight hours, hours, but as soon as you do it, it's over. You get one yeah you get one time to enter and exit mm-hmm. from stone, and then once that is over, the spell is it's no over. longer active. So I think like what we were just talking about would work. I'm about to die. I'm gonna hide in stone until right. I hear somebody say they're gonna heal me as soon as I step out. Right. The second you step out. No more melding into stone. Right. That's kind of what I'm hearing. I'll say we'll interpret it like that for now. I might. We'll have to look into it later. But yeah, we'll say that, that for now. That's how the spell works. Okay. You cast it, and it's an effect. You can do it once, and then once you've done it, then it's done. Okay. So you two are gonna fly. Yep. Dust of disappearance on everybody. We should all come in from different directions if we can. Uh huh. And then are we just attacking this thing all at once, or? Oh yeah, that was my question. Are we gonna get him out of? The structure and oh, I don't know. Are we getting him out I mean, first, or no, are we? Maybe just that's going not a bad through? idea. What he was saying is put it where you can see it, and then cast that stuff on it. I don't well, know. Well, I have to be touching it whenever I cast it, so I'd have to run all the way out there, I'll pick see, it up, okay, and then use know. it. So okay. I need to have this thing in my hand, cast it, and it should. Whenever I cast inside greed, all it can do is look at it and move closer to it. So if I, at that point, I should it. just be able to walk it out, and it should follow me. Amend this map a little bit. So that's my plan with my charm. You should just be able to, like, like, why don't you follow me out here? <laughs> yeah, well, those trees aren't there, and so then I'll populate the trees one, around a little bit just more. Just in case the other doesn't work, or are I mean, we both doing it at the same time? Like, if you're going to be casting these things at all, you've got to do it before the invisibility, because it'll break your invisibility to cast there's tissues. 
Well, I mean, I don't think we should cast it at the same time because I don't want them to conflict with each other. Yeah. I think, like, as soon as you see an opportunity to do it, you should. As soon as I see an opportunity to do it, I will. Mm. I don't really have a set plan of when that is. My plan is just to go in here, start attacking the fuck out of it, and if it gets close enough, we'll give it a shot. Or, like, close enough to an edge. Right, you'll wait for an I'll give opportunity. It a shot. But mostly, I'm just focused on killing this thing. Yeah, me too. Does that help? Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, I know that wasn't Other a structures super right. clear answer. I would say, like, do it as soon as you feel like you want to. I don't think it's a bad idea to try, ever. Yeah. Oh, and Dorme, by the way, it is still pitch black. Okay, so I can see it. Yeah, you can't see what they're talking about, basically. I don't want to throw my globe up either, because I'm not trying to... You know what? Since we're going to get close enough, the uh, circlet or goggles of the night is not an attunement thing. I'll give them to you. I still got the dwarven belt. Yeah. So now we both have sixty feet. But you still can't really see. You guys still can't necessarily see what's going on inside. Yeah. I mean, because it, I've said it's about two hundred feet away yeah, at this point. <clears throat> With the pitch blackness, with you guys, you have you can see magical darkness. So I imagine, is it just through sixty feet or is it just infinite? It's one hundred twenty. One hundred twenty feet. Eh, so you can still probably make out the basic shapes. Well, we should have the others close in tow, just in case. I don't want to be caught in there, and it's like, ha! I can see you anyway. Yeah, we should all go in around the same time, and we should all right now before we go in there pick. Which entrance each of us are choosing. Okay, since, we're coming from over there. If since Dorme can't see, then one of us needs to lead him probably to this, since it's the closest. He can't see now. He's got. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'll go around and come in one of these far areas, like here. You two should be on opposite sides, mm -hmm. I think, since you'll both be in the air. We also need to be on semi-opposite sides just for this since we're both trying to charm. If yeah. he goes that toward you, you try to do it. If he goes toward me, I'll try to do it. Mm -hmm. What about our friend? What's his name? Vendon. You two should be, since you all are both up-close fighters, you should always be on opposite sides. I want this thing to constantly be having to look right. at one person at a time. Yeah. I know this is perhaps a good point. So you're, and, and we'll say that, um, uh, so we'll say, Brian, you're north. So I'm yeah. south. So, let's, so you are entering from the west, I will enter from the east. Let's, yeah, I mean, I know we're not actually here, but let's pick our okay. spots just real quick. Yeah, I'm kind of just going to circle to, because... So Vendon's you know. planning on going here. Okay. Do we so. want to go in through the ceiling, then, or, like, through well, yeah. the actual... Yeah, I mean, it's open, yeah. so... So, yeah, you guys can just... I'm just you guys want to come top. in this way? Yeah. I'll just come in over top. So then I'll come... From He's your, have the little things. I'll come from oh, your direction yeah, then too. Okay. Oh, sorry, dude. So just this is just helping me visually, mm -hmm. and then so then it's coming from here. So then you would be Which coming from this way, air, right? Yeah, they're the flying things. <clears throat> you killed it. Which actually, I'm probably gonna need that for the holder. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'll just put fly. this right here for now. <laughs> okay. okay. So. I'm opposite from you. Vendet, you two are opposite. We'll just try to keep that momentum going if we can. 
Okay. That's what I. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. So is that how you guys are wanting to try and approach? Yes. Mm-hmm. Stealthily, I'm gonna throw the dust of disappearance on us all when we're ready to go. Yeah, I'm gonna cast fly on a Nostriana and I before he does the dust of disappearance. Okay. Yeah, because it is a uh, dust of disappearance is like just regular invisibility, yeah. right? Once if you cast you a spell or do yeah. anything, you are no longer invisible. Correct, yep. and it lasts for two d four plus two minutes. I want to say. Yeah, I can't remember if it's a plus or if it's just two d four minutes. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Go and do that, and then I'll have you roll. So this will be. Just when are you guys gonna split up? I guess is also my question. Are you gonna get closer and split up, or are you gonna split up now and try to get to your various areas? I think That's... we should split up now and get yeah. close to our various areas because. Mm-hmm. Okay. Traveling as a group is only going to make us more vulnerable to sound. Right. So that'll also depend on. So you remember, you're about 200 feet away. Yep. So you got to walk that distance and try to do it quickly with the dust of disappearance. Yep. It before it wears off. So right. roll the, the 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 length on dust of disappearance. Okay. And then I would say like we yeah. should all count like in our heads mm-hmm. since we can't see or hear each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody count to like I don't know 200. Mm-hmm. And then unleash everything you got. And if you're casting fly, roll for wild magic. Mm, yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> six minutes. Okay, is it just 2d4 or is it 2d4 plus 2? It's just 2d4. Okay, so you have six minutes. Four. Okay. Good. Okay. So, you guys have six minutes to get from 200 feet away here to this area. I want... So, how it's going to work for these stealth checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yenrik and Locke, you're a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austriana and Dorme, you're a group. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be Venden and Rain will just make solo checks. Okay. So, I'll start with, with Yenrik and Locke. You guys make stealth checks regular because you are invisible, but you have six minutes to get right. all the way around. So, we can't be super blind, stealthy. Though. You are really okay. You are really fast, so you get to make yours with advantage. Okay. Your is just because it's like a, you have a disadvantage because you're trying to go quickly, mm-hmm. but advantage because you're invisible. Okay. Okay. Well, just qualification: two hundred yards, feet, hundred yards, feet, two hundred feet, hundred yard dash at two seconds. Now that's a well, but you can't. Run. Yeah, but you can't do it super fast. Yeah, no, and, no, and you and yeah, and you're trying well, to. What I'm saying is, six minutes is a long time. I mean, but still, you're trying to be stealthy. And mm. being being stealthy requires very slow, meticulous movement. The thing is, we're just trying to get the jump on him. We're okay. not trying to stay in. Middle. I hope you roll good. Sixteen. Seven. Seven. Okay. How do you want? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Um, and then I'll just go around. So then uh, I'll go around the Ilan. Um, Rain, go ahead and make your stealth check. 12 plus 6, 18. Okay. I like that. Um, and then, so now Dorme and Austriana, go ahead and make your stealth checks. I'm right. flying also. So oh. you get advantage, Dorme. And then Dorme, you guys are the closest. You don't have to go all the way around. So you get advantage as well, Dorme. Yes. Can I have cast protection from me when I get on myself before we started this? Yeah. Okay. Roll the d20 for that too. Absolutely. 13. 13. Well, ten. Would we roll stealth? Yep. Yeah. And then I'll roll for Venden. Where's the? So seventeen. Okay. Um. As you guys begin to approach. Uh, let's see. Oh, 
I know. <laughs> I need to figure out how this is going to play out. You know, I like those little condition circles, but I keep thinking there's got to be a better way to do it. Stick it, it head over. So far, this is my favorite. Actually, the only ones that I've seen that I like better are the, uh, like the flexible plastic ones. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's just because you can get them around your character easier, but mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Trying to decide how this plays out. Yeah. I know, the yeah. dead silence <laughs> makes it so much worse. <laughs> how have been doing stealth-wise? You rolled a 7 plus... So we rolled a 10. Mm. Upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to say the least. He's a fighter type, not a sneaker type. Okay. So I'm going to move you guys to a place on the board. You guys are probably right about, well, you are super fast. For when shit goes down. For you when you begin to hear something. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know, you're a little slower because you're not flying. Um, so you're going to be like here, rain, you're probably, and again, I'm just eyeballing this, but in general, yeah. you're kind of, you're a little faster too, so you probably are around here. You guys are probably like all the way, I mean, you're, again, you're kind of fast flying, yeah. so, I'll, but still you're having to work your way all the way around. Okay. Uh, and so, I think you're probably right about here. Um, also, I wonder like what we've counted to when this. This is probably about... Three minutes into your six minutes of stealth. Because uh -huh. um, you were like all the way over here. So you've gotten close-ish at uh -huh. this point. You're on the board. Uh -huh. um, when immediately you hear resonating from the center of this Elan. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Great. Let's come and play. I say we stick with the plan. Yeah. <laughs> so what's gonna happen? Uh, and Astrana, you can see at this point. I was gonna say, would I be able to see as well? Um, so I'd be <laughs> sixty feet in the air. I apologize for this unpainted thing, but I was painting these things, and I looked at this, and I said, "Fuck that." <laughs> 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 it's got like a little key on the top too. Uh -huh. It's got all these little yeah. details, and I was like, "I don't want to fuck with no. that right now." Yeah, um, it's so. like a job for Jason. You see, like a little, <laughs> you see like a little pedestal there. You see in the center of this area, there's a small pool of water like that. Let me look at the picture real quick. Let's just get this all right. Yeah, didn't we actually hear that there is often a pool of water in the middle of these things? I don't recall. Oh, she's supposed to be there. And then there's only a square space. You see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I like how you had it covered up too. He's like, ain't nobody getting this shit. I knew the a large floating figure. Oh no. <laughs> that is floating there, and you can see you see its lips move as it's go as it's uh, beginning to talk. Um, you see, it largely seems to be covered in these kind of dark brown scales with these weird horns and such protruding about, and you see writhing, slithering and writhing all above its head, all of these different stalks of eyes. You see, oddly, there are 
splotches of strange pastel colors all throughout its body. Some of the little horns protruding seem to be these strange, odd, um, like pastel blues, pinks, and greens. Some of the eyes themselves, eye stalks themselves have changed, seem to be a different color than the rest of the body, and the eyes seem to be clouded over with these same kind of pastel greens and pinks and such. They're clouded over. Um, you see the large central eye, um, very different from the one you have seen. The one you have seen, the one you saw was, I mean, a white eye, and the, the kind of iris was that serpentine shape, but it was like a, a, this menacing kind of orange color with a pure black slit. This eye, the actual eye itself seems very pink, and it seems to glow almost this bright green, the iris, the iris color. Mm-hmm. Um, still with the black slit, because that's how pupils work. But, um, Does it look like it's infected or something? <laughs> yeah, pink eye, yeah. Yeah, I know. It doesn't look like pink eye, it just looks like the eye's a different color. Like someone mistook him for an Easter egg is what it sounds like. <laughs> um, and so what's going to happen is uh, at this point where you guys all are, I want everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. Ah, balls and ass. Okay. On his initiative. I mean, I felt like I had to mention it. <laughs> I can never remember what my AC is when I have everything. Uh, it's just whatever your normal AC is without mage armor plus three. I'll never know what my AC would be with enchanted unicorn armor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, if you're wearing unicorn armor, it doesn't do anything for your AC, but it makes you absolutely immune to magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. Uh, 25 to 20. 20 to 15. 15. 17. Oh, yeah. 17. Oh, of course you haven't. Wait, you both have 17? That's high. Mm-hmm. I think you guys have the same dex bonus, too. Oh, Rollies. Uh... Percy is 16. Okay. Um, okay, uh, 15 to 10. 13. 12. Cool. We're right next to each other anyway. Yeah. Okay. Backing off the ropes. Yeah, this is cool. We need this. Mm-hmm. But even the second has even has some like pieces that like so you can square it off like on the corners like you put yeah, it here yeah. and then it'll square it off so that way it still works with the rest of the dungeon. We've cool. mostly been using Warlock stuff lately. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the stuff is cool. uh, Dermy, what's your uh, dexterity score? Just the regular score, not the bonus. 
Uh, my dex is 19. What about you, Rain? 17. Okay, so throw me over first. Technically on the same turn, oh, but just no. for the sake of... Wait, wait. Is this from Dark Souls? Mm-hmm. This is the colony, most way. Good ear. Call me the Black Dragon from he was the DLC last boss in Dark Souls One. We're 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 both kicking our feet. I know. Being as tall as I am, it's rare that I can kick my feet like this. I know. Anytime my feet don't touch the ground, I'm like, I'm a little child. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Me also. So yeah, the uh Beholder Safe. goes first. Alright. Uh, uh, I believe. Yeah, 120 feet on its eye rays. So. It hears. Wall. Okay. We rolled above a 19 on their stealth check. Above a 19? You rolled a 10 plus 9. I rolled a 16. Mine was really high. Yours was really, really high. I think you I think you might be the only one who has no idea where you are. Oh, great. Everyone else rolled below a 19. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely rolled below. Beholders. Have lots of eyes, so they're very perceptive. <laughs> so they hear really well. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily, but they see little rustles in the bushes that right. shouldn't be there. They might see sound. Um, <laughs> so. That's the bottom of my boot. I guess I haven't established Locke and Austriana. How high up do you want to be in this moment? The canopy, I'm like, before you start getting tons and tons of. Bushes is probably about a good 30-ish feet. Oh. So I would be as high as I could be without yeah. the, like, the canopy really fucking. Okay, so Same. you're about 30 feet up in the okay. air. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So at that point, he can see, he knows where both of you are. Great. Well, oh, no. Um, but you're the only ones that he can really see, and he can't target people with more than one ray. So, <laughs> two rays... One to you and Ostrana, one to you all. Fuck. Damn, the flying people will need you, man. So, let's see, I need to roll a d10. So, I guess your invisibility didn't help. So Not first, at all. <laughs> first one, it's not, it, it, yeah, it was just a, a rough situation, but he rolled. Worth a shot, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, mm, you know. Okay, Ostrana, uh, <laughs> make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. You're awesome at these. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're gonna be this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen. There you go. Okay. Um, let me see. <laughs> Remember, you're good, Barry. Already accounted that into my hit points. Well, it, it doesn't give you an, a one extra. It heals you one. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. So we're all like. Okay, so yeah. I haven't taken it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like a one point healing. <laughs> <laughs> you get back up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Mine, I will. Just stick it up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it bad that I already ate it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how you do it. The nose is like... <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets lodged back in. <laughs> like, oh, Hopefully it doesn't you. scare me because I just imagine like... <gasps> you choked to death yeah. on a good berry. <laughs> that would be the height of irony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would. Okay. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. chokes to death, and then a uh, like fully intact good berry just rolls out of the Yeah. Mouth. <laughs> choked to death, and then finally swallow uh, it. Uh, uh-huh. like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. God, that was so many. It sounded big. 
fantastic. <laughs> Did you guys roll good saves? Well, she's the only one who's saved so far. Yeah, I've rolled an 18, so let's hope it's enough. You take 16 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Um, and that's half. <laughs> As um, the oh you see vines seem to spring out from the canopy, like, or as he he one of his eyes locks onto your location and shoots a beam at you. Um, and as it, it seems to be just this spinning mass of vines that wrap around you and begin to squeeze you, you very you manage to avoid most of it, and they don't wrap around and constrict you. Um, to reach where you're restrained, but they still impact against you. Um, all right, and then for lock. Yeah, that's half of my hit points already. Shit. Good thing you saved. Uh, lock, make a constitution saving throw, please. Yes. 25. No, 23, I'm sorry. Holy fuck. <laughs> I rolled a nice. natural 19. <laughs> Must have a high con. Yeah, because I got that necklace on. Gives me 19 constitution. Cool. I forgot about that. I'm so scared. I am so scared. Yeah. Me too. I need one more d10. Oh, you got this. I need one more. No. There it is. Holy hell. This guy. You take twenty-eight points of uh, twenty-eight points of cold damage mm-hmm. as um, one of its eyes locks onto you, and you see this beam of just freezing cold energy impacts against you, uh, and is you manage to avoid most of it, but it's frigidly cold. Would I even be able to make that save? Uh, it's uh, fourteen DC. Contract. So yeah, definitely. Okay, you make the save. Flight is maintained. Damn. Did I make the save? You don't need to. He's the one concentrating oh, on the save. Okay. Um, man, that was some bad luck on raise too. I rolled literally nine, ten, two of his worst rolls, his worst raise. Um, okay, that's his turn. Okay. Uh, Fuck. Let's see. Those next turn. Dormay, your turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Alright. Uh, Bonsai bird. I've got some fucking ideas. Excuse me. Uh, Damn. Okay, so... I, I want to... Uh, Well, I guess first I'll see how close I can get. I can get this far, I guess. 30, yeah. 30 feet, right? Yeah. Alright, mm-hmm. so. I know, I'm. That would allow you to do something. You could. Yeah, you can definitely see him. Cast or attack or something. Mm-hmm. Or 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yeah, you can just barely see him at the edge of your dark vision with the goggles. 
Okay. And he's not aware of me yet, though. He does not seem to be. You can see the eyes seem to be looking around, knowing vaguely where your companions might be, based on how fast they move and such. Seems to have a pretty damn good idea where a lot of you guys are. Like, his eyes are focusing on all of the areas where your friends were going to be One is looking at every single one of us. That's disturbing. I know. I mean, to try and sneak up on a beholder, you gotta get real lucky. Mm-hmm. You gotta roll really high. Still only get over there. You could dash. Oh, I can still get some movement in. As That's well. an action, though. An it's a, it's a, a dash action. is an action, so you, you'd only have your bonus action left but, to move more. Time. I mean, that's not... He doesn't know... You're, like, the only one where he doesn't know... I know, so I don't so want to just, like, shoot a spell at him yeah, and waste that. Yeah, it might not be a bad right. idea just so. to get yourself in a good position this time. You right? said 30 more? Yeah, you just get another movement action, basically. Okay, and then... That's as far as there's nothing else I can do to move. You have a bonus action. I can move on that. You can't well. move. You can't move on your bonus action, you but you fire. Yeah, which I don't probably think not that, quietly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know that that would dispel the invisibility, but that's I would have true. to. I would have you make it like a stealth check, probably with maybe not with disadvantage, but like I'd have yeah. you make another stealth no, I'm check. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna hold tight uh, yeah. where I'm at. Okay. Yeah, that was a good turn. I've got. I've got uh, plans. Your turn. I don't want to foil them. You just saw two beams of energy go out into directions where you know Lachlan and Oscarana were preparing to attack from. This is what we're here for. Six, seven. Ah! <laughs> All right, and he is he's, he's hovering above the ground, but at that point he is like hovering at a height where you can hit him. Then that's what Don't I'm going to do. Don't drive him into the air. Yeah. Do not drive him into the air. I can grapple him. Well, I can't tell you that. No. Okay, no, I'm it. just going to attack him with the staff of the can't dragon. grapple those stocks, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Top I'm going off. to be hitting one-handed. So it's a D6 if I hit. Yeesh. Even with my bonuses, that's not going to hit. Add to your bonuses. I mean, his AC is kind of high, but it's not ridiculous. Yeah, I've got a plus eight. I rolled a two. So okay, a yeah, so then. So that's not going to hit. Okay, so bonus... Action. I don't think there's going to be any point to my hitting this guy with my hands. So, I'm going to take a vial of unicorn blood and throw it in one of those pools. Okay, make a... Um, dex attack roll? Yeah, I guess a dex attack roll. Um, this is an improvised weapon. I don't know if monks have a proficiency with that. Uh, it'd be like throwing a flask of oil. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, make it with proficiency bonus. So, so just dex plus proficiency? Yeah. Yeah, no magic bonuses on this. Okay, so... Plus one dex is plus three, proficiency, so plus six. Okay, 24. Which one are you aiming for? Middle one. Okay. You toss the vial of unicorn blood and you really manage to aim it perfectly to where it hits a rock on the edge and then the blood begins to spill into the pool. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that's going to do, but... Maybe nothing. I don't know. Feel like we should fill them all. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of thinking so too, because anyway. So action, bonus action. That's we'll it. say that is a key point though to do like a fury of you're using your fury of blows to quickly gotcha. do that. Um, or no, that's your offhand attack. You have an offhand attack. We'll say that that I'll say that that works for that. Okay. You like do the you s- smack with your staff and then very quickly like law like sidearm lob. Okay. That way you don't have to spend a key point. Okay, somebody else come in here and get some attention. I don't okay. want to be his... Percy's turn. 
Oh, no, okay. uh, he's going to hold an action until I can cast Dragon Express on him. I guess. You're going to hold a dash? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And then Nostra, now your turn. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's hovering, you said low enough that I can hit him. He's hovering like four-ish feet off the ground or so. I want to get underneath him. Um... Yeah, you have five. You had five feet of movement left. You can't occupy space with another creature. He's technically occupying that space. Well, it's yeah. I don't know how I want to rule this because rules as written, you can't do that. Um, but realistically, you would be able to. I mean, sure, you can get underneath him at the moment if you're like crouched underneath. Yeah, I mean, I can still strike upward. But my <laughs> idea is his eye stalks are mostly on the top. Yeah, your big foot eye is. Yeah. Is, okay. It might be harder for him to... Taking cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Under his butt. <laughs> yeah. See a little tight crack. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, okay. Oh, um, they have butts. They have Is that what it's called? I'm just going to see if I can do it. Um, I'm going to... Five, ten... Oh, butt stock. Butt stock. I don't want to know about your butt stocks. I have a feeling you're about to. You have 60 feet of movement, too. That's flying. You have 60 foot fly speed. Well, I want to stay as far away from yeah. as I possibly can. I was just letting you know in case you, so you knew you have that extra movement. I'm going to cast Charm Monster. Okay. Um, so he, uh, he makes a whiz save. He has advantage because you're actively engaged in combat with him. Mm-hmm. You're no longer invisible anymore. Yeah, so you, and you lose your invisibility in rain. You lost your invisibility with your attack as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He rolled a 22. Uh, Good, no. He roll. That's okay. He rolled a natural 18. <laughs> We knew it was a chance, but it was a good idea to try. That is. Okay. And then, know. can I take a bonus action to take a potion? Yeah. Okay. Which one? A healing potion. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot you already got wrecked. Where's my? Hmm. Yeah. You know what? Because no, you had that goodberry tucked into oh, your no. cheek, that oh, could good. go down with the healing potion. Yeah. <laughs> Does you choke on it? No. <laughs> Can't really chew a health potion. A health bar. No, I can't do it again. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your spell slots look like. Yeah, no, you can't do. It. Yeah, that's, if that's all you that have. That was my one yeah. chance. All right. Well, I guess I'll give it a shot whenever I get a chance to. Okay. Um, and then you're chucking a health potion. Yeah. You have thirty feet of movement left if you want as well. Then I'm gonna go back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And let's see, healing is 2d4 plus 2? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you're going to do in your turn other than drink the potion? No. Actually, that was the, your whole turn, so. Um, uh, Yenrik, your turn. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm just going to use a dash to get myself 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, oh, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Okay. Um, at the end of your turn, uh-huh. are you going to do any bonus actions? I'm gonna cat. Well, no, because I don't want it to see me yet. Okay. You know, actually, I'll get over here since it probably does know where I'm at. And um, no, I won't cast anything yet. Okay. As a bonus, at the end of your turn, he's gonna do a, le- a legendary action. Sweet. And do an eye ray. <laughs> legendary uh, action. Yeah. Let's see. 
Let's see if he... Mm, what did you roll on your stealth check again? You rolled really low, like didn't you? five. He can see you from that angle. I know, he can. So yeah, he's yeah. definitely going to go for you with an eye ray. Okay. Okay. Uh, an eye ray? Make a strength saving throw, please. Oh, great. I'm good at those. Is that 5,000? Yes. Natural one. For oh, a four. No. Oh, my <laughs> God. Deadly sarcasm. Yeah. And a feeble mood or something like that would be my guess. 15. He is going to, you literally get picked up by this ray, and he throws you up against the tree. Um, and you're restrained until the end of the Baldur's turn, I believe. Um, Could have been worse. Okay. It wasn't disintegration. Or until the start of the Beholder's next turn. Okay. Um, and let's see. You take some damage. Yeah. Three damage. So, three d6. Sweet. You take uh, ten points of bludgeoning damage uh-huh. as he throws you up against this tree and kind of blocks off your line of sight. Am I still invisible? Or does that just take no. damage? No, taking damage. Okay. And then I need to roll for concentrating on... Do, would I have gotten advantage on that spell? On that because of protection, protection from... Yeah, I was, wondering, I was wondering the exact same thing. I forgot about that. Uh, let me double check. Yeah. That is a good point. <clears throat> Man, that would be cool. Uh, creature that you have disadvantage oh, attack rolls against the target can't be charmed by the target's already charmed. So it's only he has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Okay. You don't have advantage on saving throws against his effects. Okay. So then... It's just you can't be charmed for those kinds of things by those kinds of creatures. I rolled a six. I don't really know how concentration checks work. It's a add your con modifier. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... The DC's ten. Yeah. So then that drops. So you lose protection from evil and good? Uh-huh. Okay. Super. Oh, I'm also going to roll a d20 for your charm monster, by the way. Oh, seven. I think that was a one, too, so it's a good thing. Seven. Okay, you're good. Alright. Alright. That's everything I got. Uh, Locke, your turn. Okay, so from where I'm at to right here is going to be 50 feet of movement. So I'm going to run right in front of this tree. I have a... And the, oh, the walls, by the way, of the Elan at most are like 15 feet up. Okay. At their, at their highest points, so, so you can see over it. I have a uh, scroll of hex. Is that, would that work the same as the spell, like using it as a bonus action? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Then... Let's see why not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read that scroll of Hex and cast Hex on him. Okay, roll a d20 for that too. Uh, does he make a save against the Hex? Nope, it just happens. Okay, that's right, it's like... Um, so he's Hexed and then I'm going to shoot two Eldritch Blasts at him. Okay. Oh, both natural 15 for 22 apiece. Those hit. Okay. So he will get knocked 20 feet. Yep. Um, which, yeah, we're, we'll do the new rules we talked about. Yep. He's only one class, size class larger than you, though, so, so no, unaffected. Feet? No, unaffected. Oh, unaffected. It's two yeah. size classes larger that it's half. Half, okay. Three size class larger, you can't do it. Okay. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. You would get an attack of opportunity, Rain. Which I will absolutely take. Fuck yeah, you better. Like Nice. Uh, is that, what is it? Natural 19. 19 plus. That hits. Okay. 
and open right here. <laughs> what? Is this open? Yeah. Do I, does hex, is it for each beam or total damage at the end? Boy, we're asking Probably you a lot of questions, aren't we? It should be for each <laughs> beam, if I'm thinking, because I think it's like um, Hunter's Mark. Oh, uh, one D8. Hold, hold on, Ring. Uh, I'm trying to deal with some things. I'll, I'll okay. just keep the numbers in mind, and I'll, uh, I'll get, I'll get to it. Uh, let's see. There it is. Hex. Uh, within range until the spell ends, you use an extra one D6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Also, choose one of the. It's two separate attack rolls, so I would say it's a one, extra one D6 for every beam. Oh, yeah, and do I still get to choose the ability? Yeah. It, okay. It's ability checks, though, not saving throws. Okay, so probably wisdom for its ability checks okay. that it's going to suck at. Okay. And then... Oh, that was seven. It's attacked first, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's 25 total points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use the last bit of my movement to swing around the backside of that tree. Okay. Let's see, at the end of your turn... Oh, wait, yeah, you, let's do your damage first. Okay, it was... Uh, the D8 was 2 plus 5, so 7 bludgeoning, and 6 plus 5, 11 electric. Okay. So 18 altogether? Mm-hmm. Nice. Electric. Let me double check. The Staff of the Dragon. Cool. He does it's not electric. have any <laughs> resistances or anything. So 18 total, you said? Yep. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Still haven't even tried to talk to this thing. Well, I don't think there's much talking. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it attacked is. first, so. And it, yeah. it seems like it only. <laughs> yeah. All right, at the end of your turn, lock, it's going to do a legendary action. Um, which it technically wasted one because next turn it gets all three of its back. Um, it's going to do an attack. Can't really see you. It's going to go against Rain. Sure. Um, oh, you're right there. On the other side of the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't see him though. He's, yeah, uh, he's, he's the only one that really rolled a successful check. Oh, I didn't roll for Venden. Fuck. What did Rendon Venden get as a oh, he got a poopy initiative? <laughs> so he probably goes after this anyway. How oh, that works? Um. Yeah, he got a five. Oh, okay. Which I think was still lower than yours. So oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you yeah, guys all yeah, rolled really well. well. <laughs> yeah, you guys all really rolled really well on initiative. Venden did not. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Let's see. So yeah, uh, Rain, make a dexterity saving throw. All right, you're good at these. Oh, you're good at just cursing people with that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you lay that curse on me, Ricky Bobby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on us? So I get plus six on this. Sixteen. Okay. Woo! Lightning or something like that, probably. Nothing good. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he doesn't have a cure wound in there. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those eye rays, like, soothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny enough, I think there is one that I have on here called soothing ring. Hmm. No, I don't. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet it doesn't do what I want it to. Oh, no, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably puts you to sleep. Yeah. Um, where did all the D8s that I had go? I had enough for this attack, and then all of a sudden it, it, it disappeared. That's karma. It's yeah, they're, they're I mean, not you, supposed to be rolled. Sounds like you're using karma. Wasn't meant to be. Uh, Who knows that for me? Do I remember? Me. Okay. Oh, nice. 
I need to figure the right amount. I'm not rolling two extra dice. One, two. Is it doing a legendary action right now? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, because it's not its turn. Legendary actions make it more possible for you to have a single enemy in a yeah, fight. Yeah, right, yeah. Because if he didn't have these legendary actions, it'd be yeah, one turn of him getting to do stuff. For like six turns. <laughs> legendary actions are the only thing that really saved D&D 5e combat in a lot of ways, I think. He said, ooh. <laughs> I'm seeing three eights on these D8s already. <sighs> poison. Let it be poison. Mm. It's not. Oh. I haven't even gotten to this thing yet. It's humiliation. Nope. Shame on me. <laughs> you take 27 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. As uh, he, the same green ray of just twisting vines that you saw go at an Astriana shoots towards you. You manage to avoid most of it. Um, but, and as it tries to wrap around and, rest- and restrain you, but uh, you manage to avoid that as well. But it hurt. <laughs> Damn. Um, Alright, that is the legendary action, and now it's Vendon's turn. Okay. Um, Vendon. Vendon. I suppose he has a bow. Not. He does have some range <laughs> spells, though, I think. Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving it another second. Yeah. I'm just going to wait for it to settle. Go at it again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's 35 feet of movement. 15, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Yeah. I don't think he has any spells with that kind of range, though. He does not. Oh, he has Misty Step, though. Um, well, hey, how about that? Let's get some another 30 feet? 20 yep, feet? 30, 30. Yep. Well, who's who? Um, okay, no uh, thing on that, so... 30 is right here. Oh, wait a second. Should you be rolling Wild Magic for the Beholder, too? No. Doesn't seem to affect him. Yeah. Oddly enough. Um, and then I think he can use Lightning Lure. Ooh. Oh, yep. no, wait, sorry, I was saying that for the wrong <laughs> And then if they get pulled within 10 feet, you get to make an attack. Yeah. Get over here. It's or if they get I was really, I was reading feet. the spells that I gave him. I was like, man, I really should have read up on these. He has some yeah. really badass ways to, like, chain some shit. Like, and lightning Lore is really cool, too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, read this they, earlier today. They take lightning know. damage if they get pulled within 10 feet. Yeah. Nice. And then if you are an Eldritch Knight... You can get, I believe it's seventh level. You can like make an attack after the fact, so you can use lightning lure to pull somebody in. They take the lightning damage, and then you can attack on top of it. Nice. So like pull them in and then do the uppercut. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Yep. Oopsie. Okay. He's gonna use what's the quicken spell? I think it's two. What's the? Yeah, I think it's two sorcery points for a quicken spell. Yeah. He's going to use two, two, do this as a bonus action. Potentially to change some good shit here. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, I didn't know he had sorcery in yeah. it. So he has to make an attack with his spellcasting modifier. <laughs> Sounds confident. <laughs> yep. Rolled a 10. Yep. No! Um, so yeah, he, uh-huh. he takes out this like whip of lightning in his, uh, like, er, he basically, as he's drawing his rapier, like it seems this long whip of lightning yep. extends from his rapier, and he swings it out at the beholder, but it, it kind of impacts, but then bounces off. 
And you hear Vendon go, shit. Um, So that's, uh, and now he's visible. Um, And still has an action, though. He'll just do it again. (laughs) He'll try the lightning lure again, sure. Is the beholder not looking at him? Oh, it is. Now, the funny thing about that... Mm-hmm. I've been wondering how... For the Misty Step... This is gonna go. 58. Did he have a... Did he have a magical surge? I thing? checked that already, but... He's in the icon. Uh-oh. Sounds like it's a wild magic icon. That's what it seems to be. Oh, oh cool. Fuck. <laughs> Different reactions. I don't think this oh. is gonna be the same cool wild magic shit you want. <laughs> if it's the same table, a lot depends on who gets the effects of the wild magic. Okay, so that's so I know what that's going on. So, and then he casts lightning lore. So let's go again. Eighty-six. What does mirror image do? Oh, that uh, gives you three duplicates yeah. of yourself. And then it's like harder to hit and, you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah every, every time, time he tries to, you hit. roll a d twenty. You roll above like an eight on the first one. It doesn't hit. It's like different. It's yeah. like eight, six, and eleven. I think. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm vaguely remembering this. Yeah. Um, Jester has that. Yeah. Jester. Uh, um, okay. So uh, you guys see as he casts the lightning lure, three different visages of Venden seem to pop up all around him, and he looks very confused. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and he goes and he casts he casts lightning lure again. So first I'll do the wild magic. Okay. Sixty two. Um. Yes. Yes. What? As he does the somatic component or the verbal components for this spell, he is shouting them like just <laughs> screaming them at the top of his lungs uh-huh. for this spell. And he rolls an attack. He now has to shout when he speaks for the next minute. <laughs> oh God! And he fucking misses again. God damn! I rolled a three and a two, and I fucking missed again. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that is cool. Especially for someone who attacks up close like that. Okay. Um, fuck. Alright, uh, that's Vendon's turn. At the end of his turn, ben, uh, he's gonna, the boulder's gonna do another legendary action. Um, and he's gonna go for Vendon, since Vendon's coming at him all of a sudden. Aim at the bottom Convenient. Uh, let's see. Hockey, oh, oh, oh. Um, so Vendon makes a strength save. Mirror tank, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, the only the only problem with that though is mirror image only works if he's attacking him, not if he has to make saves. Oh, yeah. So well, I will say, well, he uh, he might accidentally hit the mirror image with the ray. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. So, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a single target. So if it should still work. If you got oh, above a six. Yeah, above a six. Yep. If you have three. Ah. Above an eight, if you have two. Okay. And eleven, if you have one. Thank you. I uh, rolled a seven, so he's still hitting. Woo! No. No, no. No, it has to be above six the first time. Oh, oh, okay, it's a mirror image. image. Now you only have two. Okay. next time you have to roll above the Okay, so yeah, you see um, this ray that picked up you, Yenrik, goes and impacts one of the mirror images of Vendon. um, And it just poofs out, and Vendon's like, all right, well, that seems useful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that seems useful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, well, that seems useful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Poofed out, there were ten puffs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! And now it's the beholder's turn. So now he has three eye rays. Mm-hmm. The only three people he can really see are well. No, he's got okay. I guess he'll go for Vendon again. 
Rain. Because they're too visible. You're visible. You're still, or no, everyone's visible. Except, I would be except him. Yeah. Behind that tree, a bit. That's right. Yeah, you're kind of covered. So it's actually going to be Venden, Rain, and an Austriana. So I'll start with Rain. I'll just go around. Uh, rain. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> okay, get plus one on those. Seventeen. Oh what? yes! What are we saving against? I here? don't know. Oh, okay. Terrible, terrible. You thing. feel a familiar feeling come into your mind of I just gotta fucking dance. <laughs> <laughs> and you're about to start and you're like, no, I gotta fight. <laughs> <laughs> As you were about to start busting a move again, like you did two days ago or yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to start dancing. Deliberately. <laughs> Let him think he's got me. Okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Until my next turn. Uh, let's see. And then for Venden. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he makes his save. Sweet. I'm rolling terribly today. Did you roll above an eight? Did you roll oh, that's right. Um, I rolled a seven on the d20. So it hits him. So it does hit Benden, yeah. and so this will be his wisdom save then. Which is much better. It's a heavy die. It's a metal die. Yeah. Oh I don't God. really like metal dies. Ooh, ooh, he still rolls not high enough. He rolled 15, which is one too low. Yeah. Um, Shit. Let's You see... Um, <laughs> ooh. Is metric... Uh, image a or is mirror image a concentration spell? Yes. Uh, no, it is not. It is not. Good thing too, because he falls asleep. <laughs> you see, you see, Venom just along with like, two duplicates. <laughs> yeah, just immediately, like, kind of just fall over and look to be sleeping very peacefully. Has he taken any damage then? I don't think so. The Beholder or Venom? No, Venom. No. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Somebody wake him up. Right. Uh, let's see. And then uh, Nostriana. What kind of save? Is that this? doesn't count because it was out of the thing. Um, you make a wisdom save. Plus two. No. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Is it a charm effect? Does sleep count as charm? Ah. <laughs> she can't be put to sleep. You can't be magically put to sleep. Oh, okay. Wait, that means he can't either, right? Because he's an elf, or is that only high elves? Uh, that I don't know. I know, I know that applies to half elves and high elves. Uh, let's see, elf traits. It's just oh yeah, he can't be put to sleep either. Okay. Uh-huh. There we go. Man, when I designed this thing, I did not know about that fey ancestry. Or you can't be magically put to sleep. Right, right, we're getting properly spanked anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is also true. I feel like it's kind of balancing itself out of this. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you feel this like sleepiness come over, but then you're just like, wait a minute, I'm not tired. This is scary as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Venden is also not asleep. Um, okay, so that's the beholder. Well, the, no, the beholder is then going to float up. Oh. Um, <laughs> just moving. It's thwarting How your plans. High can you throw me, really? <laughs> Probably not high that's enough. Right. Did I not write? I mean, this is not Close Australia, back. and we're not dwarf tossing. You're not a bird? Dwarf. I didn't write down his fucking movement. Probably not very heavy. Probably not. I don't know. But you're invisible too. I'm not sure where you are. Yeah. All that work. All that time. All that sneaking. You'll be, uh, I have up. faith that you'll be able to get something. You'll be able to really just piss him off. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I can piss him off. But I want to curse him. 
Yeah. You're, yeah, you need to touch him, huh? I need to touch him. Mm. Don't touch the button, no. Okay. <laughs> he floats up about 20 feet into the air. Good thing, yeah. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, he's technically a square back, but... Okay, that's his turn. And then now it's a lair action. Those are always fun. Alright, every creature within 120 feet, which might be... Yenrick might... No, Yenrick's definitely in it. 120 feet big. 120 feet of the beholder? Yeah, 120 feet of the beholder. Or no, of the... Of the the central pool. That's gonna be Uh, all of us. Yeah, that should be everybody. Okay, everybody, please make everybody. a wisdom saving throw. Is this a charm effect? Tasha's hideous laughter. Uh, Does it answer the question? I don't know if that's true. Does it count yeah, if either. it hops onto the coaster and turns into a natural one? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, mm, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I'll, I think it does. It does, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I got a one. 21? 16. 16, you're good. Oh, my wisdom. Well, I'm waiting on. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he's looking up to see if Clapper City's laughter is a charm effect. I don't know that it's considered the target's considered charmed. You're yeah, just they're laughing. considered incapacitated and yeah. So no, you don't have advantage. Yeah. Oh, Vendon has to make the save too. Oh, he makes it. Uh, I can't tell what that is. Looks kind of hard to tell. That's calm. Yeah. Twenty-three. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Your mom okay. just died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nineteen. You're good. Yes! Um, so, uh, what did you roll, Rain? You rolled a 16, you're good. 16. That would have made you fall right out of the air. Mm-hmm. So, Dorme, you're the only one that's affected. Um, what is it? Is Tasha it? City is laughter. Oh, you uh, you just are overcome real. with this incredible urge to laugh. Like this is <laughs> like you just Like, everything is just uncontrollably funny to you right now. And you actually fall prone to the ground, just from like you're just on the ground, curled up, laughing. Now, kind of in sync a little bit with the beholder as he's rising up. You this constant. (laughs) 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 All right, and then Dorme, it is now your turn. You get to make a save again. Have you ever laughed so hard that you start to panic about being able to breathe? Or like your head hurts. Another wisdom. Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Saving throw. Seventeen. Yeah. Okay. You save. Let me double check that it's not at the beginning of your turn. It's at the end. Yeah, I believe it's at the end of every turn. Yeah. Yeah. And if you take damage, you get advantage. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was your turn to make the save, but you're now no longer laughing. And you're prone. You're still prone. Uh, Rain, your turn. You should still be invisible. You are still invisible. Oh. Is he really? You're How's yeah. that? Fuck no. Well, okay. because, I mean, he was just laughing. He was affected by a spell, but he didn't take damage. He didn't cast a spell. That's true. Like, it's maybe now a little bit obvious that there's someone there. Yeah, but that there's another person around, but doesn't know. I guess he's a prone and invisible right there. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah. well. All the rings on him. I know. Yeah, I, I am well, thinking. His laughter is no longer. But there is no way I'm going to be able to hit him physically there. Circle of blasting. Okay. There you go. Oh, I didn't have him turn. I need to remember to have him turn for his eye at times. Oh, well, his eye is still facing towards Vendon. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you roll the d20 for that? Just to see if you get a wild magic surge. 
What's the probability at this point? <laughs> can we please break it down? <laughs> I mean, would you rather do that or fight the beholder? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Scorching Ray, Scorching Ray has three attacks. Mm-hmm. I think they're all plus five. Plus four, according to this. Okay, the um, twenty hits. The nineteen, the nine and twelve don't. Okay, so one of them, and it's two d six. And then you gotta roll your d twenty to see if you're that, rolling. Sorry about that. No, this is Lord of the Rings. Ten. Yeah. So ten points of fire damage. And no wild magic. Okay. Man, the one who, the person who wants wild magic the most to happen, I just know. can't seem to get it. Um, Okay. Um, all right. And then is that your turn, Rain? Yes. Okay. Well, actually, no. I'm going to move around behind one of those walls. Okay. But I'm not quite so visible to raise. I just go like, uh. Joe, can you rest those pools? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Percy's turn. Uh, he's gonna hold an action until I can cast Dragonstone. What action is he holding a dash action? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Anastriana, your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt on him. Okay. That's cool. So you make an attack roll. It is a pretty cool spell. It's mm-hmm. it's so hard to get off, but it's mm-hmm. it's really cool if you do. Yep. Because then you don't have to worry about it. And you it's plus my intelligence. Right? Plus, it's plus your spell casting modifier. Yeah. It's just like so a just every attack. Time. It's just like a normal attack. Yeah. yeah. Plus five? Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem right. Okay. Plus five. You should okay. have a plus four plus your proficiency plus one. Yeah, because you're one. You're intelligent and you're wearing the circlet of intelligence. So you should have... So plus eight? Yeah, so four... So, yeah, it should be plus eight. Oh, then I guess I need to correct that. Yeah, okay. you sure do. Yeah, so that 19. Right 19. <laughs> that hits. Okay. And so now he takes lightning damage. I believe it's a d12. A d12, and then at the... I believe it's On subsequent turns, you can just like, yeah, you're basically the emperor now in, in Return of the Jedi. Nice. I'd like to have it flavored slightly different. Unlimited power. <laughs> that's it. That's. I feel like that's cocked. Not. Yeah, that's cocked. Okay. So one of the points is staring, looking up at me in the face. So. Six. Uh, nine. Oh, oh, it's where the dot is. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. um, better ish. <laughs> I mean, D12, nine's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, better than six. Okay, yeah, you, so you conjure this. And then this. I'm going to move behind this tree. Okay. Do you have to maintain eyesight for which bolt? You just have to be within 30 feet. Okay, it's just 30 feet. Okay. Um, you conjure this. Uh, no, that's not within 30 and so you know that you have to stay within 30 feet to get the witch bolt to yeah. maintain. Okay, I'll move behind this tree then. Okay. There we go. Um, you conjure this large lightning whip in your hands and just and like swing it above your head and uh, swing it at the beholder and it actually wraps around the beholder's form and you see um, the lightning from it just course throughout its body. Even despite this pain, it seems to keep laughing. Oh. Guy. Uh, I know what a guy. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that's your action and part of your movement. Do you want to do a bonus action? Hmm. Uh, oh, roll a d20, by the way, for the witch bolt. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. What is my d20 that I've been using? Oh, boy. Oh, it's right. 10. Okay, you're good. Uh, can I. Can... 
If it's second fire level or lower. Oh. It has to be a bonus action spell. You have a bonus action. I know, but this is not a second level spell. Second level spell or lower. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, firebolt. That's not a bonus action spell. Because you, you use your action to cast a spell. <clears throat> firebolt is an action cantrip. You could do Dragon's Breath on Percy. Yeah, sure. Okay, what element are you gonna do? I assume that he's. Um, so far, lightning let's, has. Let's been keep working. it. Let's keep it with lightning, I guess. Okay, and then he has a dash action held now, uh, so mm-hmm. he can dash up to sixty feet wherever you want him to. I'll say that he's up thirty feet high with you on your shoulder. Okay. Just right there. Okay. Um. All right, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Um. At the end of your turn, he's going to do a legendary action to do shooter beam at you. I'm behind a tree. Oh, that's right. Um, I guess I'll just do Vendon then. Vendon's the only one oh, right up there. Yeah, yeah we need to get him some. A red demon lord with him. Okay, let's make a wisdom save. Do you not see the blood? Roll above an eight. Oh, red shirt. Roll above an eight. Okay. This is probably why their shirts were. Rolled a seven. So. It hits him. So it hits him. Okay. Um, <laughs> it sucks. He still has two fucking shadows around him, but he can just keep getting clocked. Makes a wisdom save. Thirteen's too low. Shit. Um, okay. So then, okay, on his turn, we'll do some other stuff. Okay. Don't take any damage, but he seems like he seems to be looking around, like, whoa, what the hell's going on? Okay. Great. Um. All right. Uh, let's see. Yenrik, your turn. Am I still restrained? Uh, no, because so. it was only until the start of his next turn. Okay. No longer restrained. Well, then I'm going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm going to, as a bonus action, I'm going to use my armor and ca- use every charge I've got to cast Breath Weapon on myself. Okay. I uh, don't have the range to hit him with it yet, so I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at third level. Okay, roll a d20 for the Dragon's Breath and then one and then the Guiding Bolt as well. 15, 5. Okay, and then your guiding bolt. Yep. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen just hit. Oh Ooh. my god. Okay. Wait a second. If you hit with guiding bolt, that means the next attack has advantage. Yep. yep. I've got guiding bolt too. We can just have those go back and forth. Boom, 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 boom. You want to? Um, which is sixty-six. Sure. So I'll just roll these. 6d6? Six yep. For Guiding Bolt? At third level. Third oh, level. okay, okay. So that's 9. Okay. Plus 2. Yeah, 11. Uh, 17 points of radiant. radiant damage. And the next attack has advantage. Okay. And I'm going to stay where I'm at. At the end of your turn, you're going to do an IRA against you? Yep. Legendary action. Make a dexterity saving throw. Nine. You are restrained. Uh. Okay. <laughs> By what? Uh, he shoots this, it's this odd dark brown colored ray that he shoots at you, and as you're like kind of just trying to generally stay mobile in the combat, mm-hmm. um, it, you feel your joints lock up okay. as it hits you. Okay. Old person of philosophy. Something like that, yeah. Okay. 
and you red. feel pretty this strange sensation <laughs> of your it almost feels like you're being petrified yeah yeah <laughs> you can't really, it's you're starting to like I can't feel my toes super well shit okay uh, let's see lock your turn I'm gonna fly up fast behind this tree here about 45 feet of movement. And I'm going to blast that fucking dude. So for the first one, I have advantage. Thank God. Yeah. Same better than I'll use this other dice. Oh! It was almost natural 20. Uh, that would be 14 to hit. That was the highest one. Okay, so then uh, second attack. Since the first attack didn't hit, would I still have advantage on the second one? Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay, so that's a natural 19. And it doesn't matter. So 26 yeah, to hit. AC 18, so. Okay. And then 14 points of damage. Okay, he's pushed 10 feet. Yep. Um, so. And then, uh, so it would go like that way, kind of toward Percy. Yeah. And then I'm going to swing around kind of toward the back edge yeah. of this tree. Well, and he's kind of, he's back here, a square. I just couldn't set this on there. Gotcha. So then, five, ten, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I know. I'm sure he's here. <laughs> okay. About 20 Do we remember what the, like, did we ever find out what the Nothic's name was? No. He could, I don't think he could remember his name. Yeah. Okay. He said that he couldn't remember and then like burst out into a fit of laughter. Yeah. Okay. All right, so your turn, Locke? That's my turn. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see, it's Vendon's turn. It's 20 feet up in the air, so just out of range of the lightning lure. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome if you could pull him back down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try. What's the range on warding in? Ooh, I feel like that's a huge spear. I think it is. I just I don't know why I'm so old fashioned and go to the books. I don't even remember what book this is in. I should just fucking ten, do it. Ten foot radius. The ten foot radius. Yeah, centered on you. That. And it's just like projectiles though, isn't it? Um, deafens other creatures, extinguishes flames, hedges out vapor gas and fog, difficult terrain for other creatures, and any ranged weapon attacks at disadvantage. Okay. So yeah, it deafens not... people? Yes. That's good to know. Yeah, it deafens the caster and other creatures in the area. He's going to cast Tosh's Hideous Laughter on the beholder. Why not? Sure. Fuck yes! <laughs> Because if it hits, it'll make him prone. <laughs> He's kind of already laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. You might have disadvantage on that if he's crazy. You know yeah. what? I think that's a good argument. I say he has disadvantage on this. Oh. Oh, that's cocked. So that's a 16. Okay. That's a 10. That should be a fail. Yeah. Uh, now. The boulder is immune to prone. Okay. But is still laughing furiously, and I will say does descend back to the ground. Sweet. 
So yeah, you now see the the it's the laughter gets slightly more intense, but it's almost not noticeable. You just see the beholder just laughing and descending down lower. Okay. Did you roll for wild magic? I did not. So I should do that now. Nope. Okay. And then uh, at the end of Venden's turn, he can't do anything because he's hideous laughter. Um, it is now the beholder's turn. He has to spend his turn make, trying to make the deck save. Or not the deck save, the whiz save. He does not make it. Venden get to make a save? Venden doesn't have a save to make. Oh, okay. He's got mirror image on him. Yeah. Um, no, he was saying Venden doesn't have anything else to do because he cast hideous laughter. Yeah. Oh, not gotcha. Got I guess okay. I'll have Venden move up within melee range of him, but... Um, other yeah. than that, that'll be Vendon's turn, and then yeah, well, but no, I was saying at the end of Vendon's turn, he was gonna do a layer a, or a, a legendary action, but didn't. He, he's laughing, so yep, he can't. Gotcha. Um. Okay, and so that's Vendon's turn, and then that's the Beholder's turn. He fails the save. It's now a layer action. Oh boy. Okay. Is he incapacitated? Can he do layer? Actions when he's in this like situation where he's right fucking there at the exit mm-hmm. is whenever I. Would I wonder if you hit him with a couple of more of those. If you push him out so there, trying to figure out if I want to go all the way over there and become part of that gray. You guys right? see, see if I wait till he comes my all around this area within 120 feet of that central um, pool. Stone spikes spring out of the ground, not large ones, but mm-hmm. small ones where you have to step gently. All of this area is considered difficult terrain for one round. Okay. Okay. Are we putting together that shit's coming from this pool? And just seems to. Just okay. Curious. Did the unicorn blood in there do anything? Doesn't seem to have had an effect. Darn. All right. Um. That's that. Dormay, your turn. Remember that. So the terrain is difficult terrain. So you can like every square costs ten feet of movement. And I've got to stand up. Yep. That yeah, that's, that's another half. So yep. you have like a quarter of your movement left. Yeah, you got like five or ten feet to do. Good to God, do I just with. can't get to this guy. Yeah. All right, well, I'm no longer prone. So. The only one still in the I can get to as like, far as you can move. Like yeah. there. Yeah. God, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I should waste a whole nother round of combat just trying to... Yeah, I mean, visible. Yeah. Can you cross bone? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I can do another thing. I just wanted to. I want to touch him. Yeah. But I would say I just go ahead and get in the game. Yeah, yeah that's what I would say. Yeah. Now, you, now you're cosplaying as um, Crocodile Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> basically. <laughs> yeah. What's that dangerous creature over there? I want to touch him. <laughs> All right, I'll do Bane. Okay. So he makes a Swiss save, I believe? Um, Christmas yeah. save. Oh, Christmas yeah. save. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four. <laughs> I think he loses. He is now baned. He now has to make D four check D four minus rolls to all What's saving throws and attack oh. rolls. Save, yeah, yeah, saving magic attack. attack. Yeah, that's the uh, mirror image. Mirror image. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's a good one. Yeah. All right, yeah, all and right. then I'll crossbow him with an electric bolt. All right. We gotta finish this guy fast. It seems like we got the upper hand on him for the moment. That hits. is six. Five. And then you get X much for lightning damage. And yeah. bolt. <laughs> <laughs> 
stacking it up. I believe it's an extra mm -hmm. D6 lightning. What was that one? That was Bane. Okay. An extra D6 So, Bane, plus six. So six, and then plus your dexterity, so plus but four. Okay. Um, so ten. So ten points of piercing damage. Nice. Well, some right. five of but piercing and then, yeah. Yeah. one of lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it would just be a straight roll. Right. Yeah, which you could make. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could make it. So you cast the Bane. roll a d20 for the wild magic real quick. You're good. Um, you cast the Bane spell on him. And then you very quickly follow up with a crossbow bolt that goes in and you see the lightning streak around him. Um, and then, let's see. Uh, no so, and yeah, that's, and that's your entire move. Yep. You use all your movement, bonus action, and action. But a, a turn well spent. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. You're good. Um, Rain, your turn. All right. So we have difficult terrain here with these spikes. Yep. So my speed, which was 40, is now 20, unless I want to dash. So. Or, you have Step of the Wind, too, so you can use a key point to yeah. go full movement, basically. Go full movement. Yeah, but then I'd have to use a bonus action. Yeah, that is also true. Which I may do. One, two, three, four. Yeah, one more square of movement. That was four. Four times... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Four times five. Was, whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got a lot of shit I'm doing here. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily, ex when I had put this character in, I wasn't necessarily expecting him to be in this Beholder fight. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, you guys convinced him to do it. I was like, that's going to be another thing I fucking manage. <laughs> Sorry, right, man. Take your time. Um, glad we brought him. No shit. He's taking all the hits. He's not really taking any hits, though. Well, I mean, you all know. All the rays that have hit him have been non-damaging. I know. That's right. Step so of the wind. Another one, two, three, four. Is that close enough with his size to actually hit him? Yeah. Okay. In that case, I will have used the bonus action to do that. Okay. So I'll just hit him with the staff or attempt to. Okay. Seven plus eight, fifteen. Just misses. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's your turn. Yep. And then uh, Percy's turn. He's gonna breathe hot fire. Uh, well, he's breathing lightning. lightning so. I guess, yeah. And he's kind of at the perfect range right there to where he's just gonna hit the beholder. So the beholder makes a dex save, which I think he has disadvantage on because of Tasha's. Yeah. Or does he automatically? Or no, because he's because he's immune to prone. I don't know that he. Well, would. but I don't know. Tasha's is also weird because you're laughing, and it makes it hard to avoid things. Hmm. So even if he doesn't have disadvantage, he's banged, So he'd have. Minus, yeah, minus a d4. Yeah, because yeah, he's, well, he's incapacitated. Man, there's just so much shit stacking on top of each other for this <laughs> yeah. fight. It's kind of cool, but yeah. it makes it for a lot of, like, stop and go. Um, it's incapacitated for yeah. the duration. And so it, it, it can't take actions or reactions. That's all. So, no, it's a, so it's a regular save, but you have a minus d4. Because um, of a boob of bane. Uh, that's a, what is it, dex save? Yes, that's a 16 minus 2, 14. What's your spell save? I think it's 15, isn't it? Yeah. He, the Bane caused that to, he takes the full 3d6. Awesome. Yes. Bane, Bane is such a good spell. Dude, it, it's, it's so clutch. Uh, eight. Okay, eight points of lightning damage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so Percy's kind of perched on top of this pillar that's on the side of this arch, and then just like you see, uh, kind of looking around, just looks down at the beholder and just. 
<laughs> as this big spout of lightning just comes out and uh, hits the boulder mm-hmm. and seems to do some good damage. Um, and then Nostrano, your turn. Okay. Um, I still am. I, is he still within range of the? Whistle? Yes, he is still within thirty feet. So yeah, it's because you're, because you're thirty feet up in the air, you're right at the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do Pythagoras theorem in D and D. It's just based on your height and your distance, whichever length is further is the distance you are. So you're 30 feet up, okay, but I'm only gonna, like 15 feet away, you're 30 feet away. I'm gonna lower myself 10 feet then. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're right at the range. Okay, so you're gonna be at just 20 stay feet. Safe. Yeah, just, just okay. in case he moves. Yes. Yeah. So then, yeah, you get to automatically do the witch bolt damage. 10. Yes. yes. Okay, and then can I do something else? Yeah, uh, well, that's your action yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, you have your bonus action. action. It's just a free, like, you yeah. know you're gonna hit. Yeah. Yeah. Holden. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and so you, with this whip, just wrapped around the beholder, you just focus on the energy, and another bo- bolt of lightning just courses through and courses around the body of the beholder. Yenrik, make another dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, let me see what those are. That looks like it. Fourteen. Yenrik turns to wood. What? Wood? What? You see Yenrik's form just gets, <laughs> as he's about to move and start doing his action, um, his just whole form in the pose that he's in just turns into the bark of wood. Sweet. Pinocchio? Worst, <laughs> worst case, you're going to make a great statue in the front hall. Worst case, you all die with no way to revive yourself. There is that, too. You'll make a great statue here. I can polymorph you back into you? I have no idea. We might have to take him to someone who can greater restore him. We'll deal with that when we get there. Yeah. Um, Locke, your turn. Okay. I'm going to fly in to about right here. It's like 30-ish feet of movement. And I'm going to shoot the shit out of him with uh, a couple of Eldritch Blasts. It's a 17 and a 20. The 20 hits, 17 doesn't. Okay. So he gets pushed back 10 feet. Yep. Out so. of his lair. <gasps> so that's uh, almost kind of the cusp. That is 11, um, 11 points of damage. And then I'm going to fly the rest of the way and I'm going to get on the ground in front of Yedrick. Wait, is that an opportunity attack for... Yes, Rain and Benden both get opportunity attacks. Rain will do yours first. Alrighty then. Uh, Plus eight. Eighteen. Okay, and then that is a D6 plus five and a D8 plus five. Six. It's just both of those together plus five. Are you sure? Yeah, because you only get the the modifier bonus like once. All right. Uh, so 11, 12, but... Wait, four, is it five plus five? Ten. Yeah. Well, right, well no, you have five, so ten total. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm losing it here. Uh, okay, and one of them is electric, so ten total. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, and then Venden will make his attack. Um, and can I use my bonus action to pop a healing potion? Yeah. That'll be it for me. Okay. So 
the cool battlefield. <laughs> yeah, no, so Vendon misses yeah. with his attack. Um, Alright, and then... Or is that, so is that your turn lock? Yeah, yeah, that's it for me. I was just healing and, yeah, I was good to okay. go. Okay, it is now Vendon's turn. Vendon's going to move up. Smack it. Smack it good. And he is going to use another two sorcery punts to quicken spell a um, booming blade. Yes. That's That's sweet. Yes. So what does he have? He has a total of five. So he now has one left. Okay. Um, so he makes a melee attack against... Which would... Because of Tasha's, would it... I don't know. That he's not he's prone. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's immune to prone. Gotcha. He's just incapacitated. Mm-hmm. That actually might... That does hit. Dirty 20. Okay, so it's an extra 2d8 damage on top of the normal damage, right? Well, if he's past 5th level, it's 1d8 bludgeoning, another d8 thunder whenever it hits, and then if he moves, mm-hmm. it's an additional I thought 2d8. It did, when I read it, it was like, it does the, the weapon's normal attack. Uh-huh. It does a normal attack and then becomes sheathed in booming energy. If it willingly moves five feet or more before then, it takes an extra D8, however many of them. Yeah, but if you look down, once you go past fifth level... Yeah, it takes however many D8, you know, whatever level he's at. Well, no. You take, whenever you hit, you take the normal bludgeoning attack plus a 1D8 thunder Thunder damage. damage. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then because yeah, he's he's a past level five. He's a level six total. Yeah, so, so it would be two d eight damage. Yeah, on okay. top of his normal attack, right? One d eight on top 1D8. of his okay. normal attack. Okay, and then two d eight if he moves. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Still two d eight damage. Two d eight plus one d four plus seven. Trust me, I know. When we go level eight, I'm either taking uh, war mage specifically for booming blade, or I'm gonna add it to my wisdom. So um, I've been staring at that. So on two d eight rolled a so seven and an eight. Ooh. And then a 2 on the d4 for the fire. So 10, 17, 24 points of damage. Nice. As a bonus action. Damn! That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then action, do it again. Okay. Another booming blade. Honestly, you can use it as a bonus action. Is that a natural 20? Nat 20. Oh, yes. I like this guy. Oh, shit. Does the sheath stack? So if he moves, will he take four? I would imagine it would. I don't see why it wouldn't. Fucking let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) double all these dice. Yeah. God damn, I did not realize how powerful this character was when I built it. Not as good as the last roll, but still pretty good. Um, So 9, 12, 24, plus 7, 31. I, hope I, made of oak. I feel bad because I kind of made a DMPC <laughs> here. Uh, yeah. It's 31. Yeah, I'm just all dispersed, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's weak. All right, you see, Vendon goes in and just two devastating rapier attacks Ooh. right through this thick, leathery hide of this beholder. Um, and the uh, the beholder's starting to look a little rough. Okay. That was my background. Oh, it still thinks it's mm-hmm. funny? Oh. It still thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's now the Beholder's turn. Oh boy. He now has advantage on the save against Tasha's. Yep. But, wouldn't it just be a straight roll because he was crazy? 
Remember, you gave him disadvantage for Natasha's. I guess, but it doesn't matter. He rolled a natural 19. All right, well, there you go. So but, he is no longer evicted by Tasha's, but that's the end of his turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you take off the for Bane? Oh, oh, that's right. So 19 <laughs> minus something. Minus a d4. Uh, well, I need to figure out what it is. So his wisdom yeah, is... Yeah, because of 4 might not. Oh, 19 yeah. plus his 23. Yeah, he would still be at a natural 19. Okay. So yeah, he's still definitely Tasha. Or he's done with Tasha's. Um, not so funny now, is it? Still yeah. kind of funny, though, because he still just laughs for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of his thing. Now it's a lair action. That's true. We can't be able to tell if he's... Mm-hmm. Okay. I need... Venden, Rain, and Dorme. I need each of you to make dexterity saving throws. Eleven plus. Wait, you gotta roll for Venden. Oh, that's right, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting a while. Yeah. You don't want me rolling for Venden, though. <laughs> I mean, I can roll for him. Give me something to do. <laughs> 17. 17, you're good. Ben, okay, you're good, you're good. Venden is not good. Um, you guys managed to kind of, like, you see the ground rumbling beneath you, and you managed to, like, jump over this effect. As the, basically, it looks like two stone clamps just reach up and try to grab at you. Oh, Venden is trapped inside this stone casing. He's still got mirror images. Maybe he went from the wrong one. It's just like that entire it's like a, square, yeah, yeah. and so it's it. He's still got the mirror images, but he's just now trapped, like restrained within a, this just stone ball, basically. Hmm. I guess I mean, you know, if you do want to do Venden, feel free. I could if, you, if it'll help you out. It will. It's not, okay. Um, That's why I'll do it. It's not like I'm champing or chomping. Yeah, he's only done cantrips at this point, and his uh, Misty Step and Tasha's are from a feat, and he's done both of those, and, okay. it, and they're only one per day. So. so just look at my spells and actions, then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Do, 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 do. That's the lair actions. Dorme, your turn. Do All it. Right. Do it. I've got it ready. You wanted to curse him in some way, didn't Yeah, I'm going to curse him. All right, I believe you roll... No, he rolls a, a save. Minus yeah, I think four. it's I think the somatic component of a curse is... Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wisdom save. Oh, yeah, wisdom save. What is cock. That? Oh, man. Store it was, was going to be either a natural one or a 13, but it was cock. Uh, oh, that's a natural okay. 18 plus... Four is twenty-two oh, so minus okay. the bane is tw- oh, uh, nineteen. Okay. Yeah. What are you looking at? Um, restore balance. So if someone is imposed disadvantage, I can get rid of that. I think so. Yeah, three times per day. You can change advantage or disadvantage back to normal if okay. they're within sixty feet. Okay. 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 Um, so yeah. he succeeds. So yeah, he succeeds against the the curse spell. Um, Damn it. Uh, roll a d twenty-two for the. Oh yeah, magic. Come on, come on. Nope. Aww. I know. <laughs> Rain, your turn. I think it's really bad. Uh, bonus action. Oh yeah, bonus action. Um, you're at disadvantage if you shoot the thing. Right. Um, is anybody almost dead? Uh, I'm down about half. Nostradamus pretty hurt. Yeah. yeah. I'm up in the air, though, so he can't reach me. Well, well I can healing word you. Healing oh, word is a range. Okay, yeah. Do you know yeah. how many sorcery points he has left? One. And that's what he's using to cast spells? Well, that was a quickened spell. Yeah, that's what he uses a quickened spell. And that's why he was able to do two booming blades. 
He did a quicken spell, booming blade is a bonus action. Action, booming blade again. Yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering how many spells I have left to cast. Oh, that's the number on the right. Oh, okay, okay. Four cool. and two. Wait, two, two, three. But yeah, I'll healing word. Okay, you're a healing word off strong. So roll yeah. a first roll a d20 for the wild magic. Nope. <laughs> the exact opposite of anything happening. And then a d4 plus your charisma. Four. And then I think your charisma is plus four? Or plus three or plus four? Plus three. Yeah. So, so yeah. you get seven points. Oh, it's plus three, yeah. Okay. So you it's dex. Oh, it's four. That puts me at 30. Sweet. Okay. Um, all right, and is that your turn, Dormy? It is my turn. Okay, Rain, your turn. Bonus action meditative state. Okay, you're going to rage? Yes. Boom, boom. All right. Can see, I go through him here? I would say, yeah, you could work your way around. And then you're going to want to be over here to get advantage with flanking. Uh-huh. And I am going to hit him, or attempt to hit him, with my staff. I have uh, advantage. 18. That would definitely hit. But then go well, to more advantage. Let's see if there's a 20. Nope. Right. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, D8 and D6, plus 5. Let's see, that's a 2. And, oh, man. Yeah. 3 plus 5, 8 points. Okay. But still. And you're adding your 2... Oh, yes, add two more for rage. Rage bonus. Ten altogether. Ten, okay. Okay. There's that rage for rage. Yeah, when I think of rage, I think of that old TV show Network. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Percy's turn. It's a movie. You should watch Mm -hmm. it. What? Percy's turn. Okay. Well, he's... He's good. Dragon's Breath makes a deck save. Um, I don't think that makes it even without the Bane. Uh, that's a nine. So yeah, fails. Yeah. Full 3d6. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, five. Sounds like an episode of Looney Tunes. I'm sorry? Sounds like an episode of Looney Tunes. Yeah. Oh, man. Imagine if Stravinsky heard that. He was a man who got pissed off really easily. <laughs> he got mad because people didn't appreciate Webern enough. Even Webern Didn't appreciate Webern. Webern was a very genius composer, but he composed all atonal music. Ah. And so nobody really liked it because it sounds bad. <laughs> Another piece he wrote, The Rite of Spring, people rioted, rioted at it because they hated the music, they hated the choreography that was... <laughs> like they literally rioted? Yeah. Yes, there was a riot in Paris when they premiered it. Wow. Uh, let's see. Powerful piece. Yeah, <laughs> your turn. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just gonna do the witch bolt thing again. Okay, so really I'm so mad about a song in Riot. Eight. Okay. Uh, people riot after basketball games. I know, but yeah. never heard of such a thing. Alright, and then, are you gonna move or do a bonus action or anything? Uh, I'm gonna move back just a little bit. Okay. He's a little too close for comfort. Okay. And then... Oh, fuck. He can do le- uh, legendary actions. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a legendary action now, at the end of your turn, uh, against... Venden hurt him so bad. It's got to be against Venden. Mm. Okay. Okay, ooh. Venden, make a constitution saving throw. Who's the composer in the piece? Stravinsky. Igor Stravinsky. And what is the piece? This is... Oh, right of spring. Is this a three or an eight? 
Probably not an eight. That's a plus five. Oh, oh boy, neither, neither <laughs> one of those. Sorry, I wasn't expecting anyone else to read okay. it. 21. Okay. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Because um, this is damaging. <laughs> he hasn't taken anything yet. He hasn't? Mm-hmm. It's all just been different effects. Mm-hmm. Will wow. the mirror image help him on this one? Oh, it will. Let me roll. So I must roll a blood eight. Do you want me to roll it? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead and do it. Six. So it still hits him? Yeah. Okay. God damn. Yeah, this mirror image has not helped him at all. Oh, yeah. It, it helped him, him one time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's going to work for him. Yeah. He takes 26 points of cold damage. Um, Alright, as, as this freezing beam impacts against him. Alright, and then, you know, you're... Uh, sorry, do I get to do it, like, make a save or anything? Okay, you're, that's, pet, you're petrified. That's kind of what I thought. Um, it's just, it's wood because of the flavor of, you know, the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Locke, your turn. Alright, I'm just gonna... Yenrik, I'm going to turn around and just kind of like pat him on the chest to make sure that he, you know, is not moving or alive. Doesn't seem to be reacting. I'll be coming back for you, buddy. And then I'm going to go up another 30 feet in the air, move like over here, and then blast that motherfucker. Okay. Just turn that to There's still hope for me yet. It's an 18 and a 9. The 18 hits. Just hits. This should push him out of the circle, though. Oh. I hope so. That was and my plan. It will yeah. push him past you and past Vinton for opportunity attacks. Cool. It's uh, 12 points of damage. Damage? I think you killed him. How do you want to do this? <gasps> oh, man. So. I'm just gonna, whenever I fly down, I'm gonna look at Yenrik, seeing that he is completely turned into wood, and just kind of pat him on the chest. I'll be right back, buddy. And then I'm gonna turn around and start rushing towards that guy, and still, like, mid-flight, I'm just gonna try and trace the symbol as fast as I can, and just put everything I have into it to just, you know, blow him out of the water. Okay. You, um, as you're moving, you trace the symbol, and you strike through it with a, a Fear that you're not used to. Um, and as you strike through it, this impact hits the beholder hard. Uh, Rain, make a dexterity saving throw really quick. Just for some flavor stuff. Uh, 18. Okay, you Dark Souls roll out of the way. <laughs> uh, as it like is pushed towards you, and as it exits the Elan, it had enough hit points where you killed it anyway. But for flavor, um, as it exits the circle of the Elan, you see these cracks begin to form in its form, uh, where in just this bright, radiant, pinkish light just begins, just radiates from these cracks as all of a sudden it, bega- it its laughter turns into a wailing scream of pain. Oh, and then guy. suddenly the form just explodes in this go- burst oh, no. of light. <laughs> um, and as this happens, you see the forest around you, the canopy itself, begins to just seem to wither and burn away. Um, not the trees, yeah. but the 
interconnected weaving of the canopy that kind of that kept everything so dark. Uh-huh. You immediately see sunlight begin to sh- stream through. Uh-huh. Um, Looking back at you, Vinden turns to dust. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna immediately rush back over there to see if any changes happen to him. Yeah, we gotta check on on the Holy fucking shit! What? Okay. Look at this. Is it a coin? It's a 100 on a D100. Oh. Uh, we'll figure out what that means later, but. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I know. Wild magic. It means I came back stronger than ever. I am now the immortal one. So anyway. Um, the, yeah, daylight begins to stream in, and you see the, the Elan itself, this form, you see large cracks begin to form as it shifts and begins to almost sink into the ground in places, and in a moment's instant before your eyes goes from this beautifully constructed stone structure uh, to just a pile of rubble and ruins. Um, How the, are those pools looking? The pools dissolve, dry up. There are still the rock formations there, yeah, but the yeah, water yeah. is no but longer there. What's up with that? You look back to Enric. Enric is still a wooden statue. Uh, well, I'm gonna start like pretty much knocking on him and yelling out loud, like, "Hey, come over here! Somebody, come over here! We need help!" Vinden has lesser restoration. Does that work on petrification? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I don't either. I know that I can't cure it. So meanwhile, I am. Unmeditating, and I'll start doing cure wounds on who needs it. I can do. Yeah, I think. I'm short probably. two points, but maybe oh, really? that's, that's it. Yeah. Good well, God. I because I got I healed myself with a potion. Mm-hmm. And then dormant healed me. Maybe this guy's got some good hide for armor. We are definitely yeah. taking any pieces of this. Yeah, I got no problem harvesting this. Did he crack and explode? He did, but it's his form is no longer there. Yeah. There's oh, nothing. Say, nothing. Completely turned into dust. Oh well, he's dust. We get some dust. Any uh, pocket sand. There's not, there's not even any dust really. Oh, it's damn. just magical energy. Yeah. I wonder if there's anything song related in this rubble. Oh yeah. yeah. No. That's you do see there's a pedestal up there. Uh, so Vendon goes up to you. Uh, he does not have to make a roll for wild magic because wild magic is no longer affecting the area. Mm-hmm. Um, lesser restoration does not work. Uh, it's wait. only deafened, blinded, paralyzed, or poisoned. We'll cart you back. Thanks. <laughs> no, we're not carting shit back. We're getting that helmet teleportation and we're yeah. the fuck out of here. There we go. Nice. Yeah, we wouldn't want to spend any cold nights here. That would be awfully tempting. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so, I say... We... Wait, Sorry, what? Just what? Just Don't use me as firewood. <laughs> <laughs> So, I say you guys look around for the song and whatever it is yeah. you're looking for. I'm going to stay next to Yenrik and... Well, first I'm going to get my bolt. Float to the ground. Okay. My bolt. I'm going to go check out that pedestal. Yeah, our friend here was fairly injured, was he not? He got, he got a little hurt. He got, uh, he got he's hurt at like 18. Right at the last. Yeah, right at the last. Right at right 18 the last out of 44. Bit. Is where he's at. I mean, when this oh, guy started doing almost total? 30 damage oh, a hit, I thought we were That's how much yeah. health he has left. Out of yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, God. Okay, I will On heal him twice. On made wait, saves. Wait, can yeah. I revisit? Well, that no. doesn't work that way. Yeah, you guys were making your saves and taking 30 damage. Yeah, I know. I was just like, he was like a three-hit kill, two-hit kill. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I have three cures. I'll do two on Vinden, one on me. They're each 1d8 plus one. 
So vendors. Three and five. Eight and total. Eight. And me. Six plus one, seven. Twenty-six for Vendon. Yeah, he's at twenty-six now. Yeah, sorry, I you didn't get to do more with Vendon. That's okay. You suggested it the last second, and I wish no, I would have thought just of it sooner. Suggested it whenever I was incapacitated, yeah. just to help you out. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm looking for, Dorme. You might know what you're looking for. But I don't Dorme, know. You go up to that pedestal. I'm going to see what's in here. You see, it's basically a pedestal. It's almost like it almost looks like a music stand to a degree. Okay. And you see a sheet of paper on there. It looks to be old. Not necessarily faded. The, uh, the writing on it is extremely bright and written in this flowing, beautiful ink that flows. It's almost like those um, the, those like '90s markers where it like changed colors. Yeah. You were writing, uh-huh. like it's got like it's got that kind of a feel with these beautiful rainbow colors on the etching. Huh. You have no idea what it says. Okay, it does not look like any kind of traditional music notation. It is in a if there's language in there, you don't understand. I it. can mm-hmm. comprehend language. <laughs> you okay? Do you have that spell prepared? Oh, I guess I can turn the boss yeah. music off. Uh, turn off the boss. Can I not ritual cast it? You can, but it takes 10 minutes. Well, yeah, I don't have it prepared, so I would have to do that. Okay. Can this thing be removed and taken without damaging it? It just seems to be sitting on top of the stand. You have I would you can copy try to take it, it down yes. before you touch that old-ass piece of paper. Yeah. I'm going to get out my phone to take a picture of it. Yeah, <laughs> you should have a ton of paper and ink. Yeah, yeah, so does Rain yeah. from when you were thinking about doing drawing stuff. Yeah, uh, if anything, yeah, you so, literally you know, write it on me because I'm made out of paper now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? If nobody knows the language, drawing it as a picture may actually well, be Well, no, no, no. Way. I have comprehend languages, so okay. I can just... Translate it? Just yeah. to be safe, I'm also going to draw it. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to try yeah, and make it sure. as letters. It's like... I'm going to try and draw it like it's a picture. Okay. Yeah, so you spent some time in trying to draw it, because it's not just language. It's also these strange symbols. And, and like it, you get a sense, Dorme. You, as a musician, you recognize this is probably some way of writing down music, but it is not one you have ever seen before. Yeah. It I is, am going to draw it out since I'm yeah. supposed to be able to recreate things yeah. really perfectly. Well, that's speech. Um, it's, a, it's actually like making things, too. Oh, you have something for that, too? Okay. Well, just cankus, too. Um, okay, so yeah, you do that, and then you spend about ten minutes in Cash to Comprehend Languages. It's, it, again, not everything on here is language. The, the language that you get, the, the verse, the words seem to talk about, um, the, I haven't thought about the exact word and how this would go, but it's something along the lines of, you know from the transcription of the song that you have already, the person who took the organ met their fate as its original owner returned. It now rests. Um, met their fate what? When the original owner returned? When the original owner came for it eventually. Okay. It rests now I'm forgetting this one. It rests now with Aina. 
Medina. Hmm. Entertaining the Circus of the Wild. Hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Sorry. You recognize that name, Dorian. Aina? You have read a book on the Archfey? Yep. Aina is one of the Archfey. Okay. Oh, shit. Cool. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Also, you know from the book, Aina is, like, the most dangerous Archfey. Like, basically the one that they say, with the other ones, you beat them, you might survive. Uh-huh. With Aina, you meet her, you may survive, but she's going to take you into her circus. Oh. And you're going to be a permanent part of her circus until you die. Oh. That's a picture. Oh, that's a good circus. Can you say that's a freak show? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. Alright, well, who has, who, I mean, can you, can you take that thing with us? Who has the helmet? You can just get out of here? Yeah. I mean, we searched this place for everything already. We cleaned it out. It doesn't seem to have any openings or anything. It doesn't seem like the Beholder had much of a reason or care to hoard wealth. Okay. Or random treasures. Okay. Does the... Does the forest as a whole just seem lighter and less dense now? Yeah, it does. And, yeah, light and you have this sense. It. You have this sense of the forest is no longer like alive in the same sense that it was. Hmm. It's just a forest. It now seems like this is just a normal ass forest. All right. Well, who who is the person that can heal <coughs> Yinrik? That's where wouldn't, we need to go first. Wouldn't Noshida be able to do that? Do they have greater restoration? Maybe. Thingamaji? Or that. Who is it? Nordak? Is Nordak the is the priest? the priest of Palor and Yandel's Gate. That would probably be a good option. Okay, so let's teleport home and then we'll... Uh, don't wheel me through the streets like that. No, we'll ask <laughs> Yeah, let's just, tell, let's just teleport straight there, right? Can we? Well, because of the nature of this teleportation thing... Let's do it to our house. Yeah, so we'll just go to our house. Um, I love showing does up in anybody the have, Does anybody have sending? Because I was going to say we could send Norris a message and oh, just have him retrieve it. If he's still alive. Well, he right. could have been here for years. Or if it still works for us. That's yeah. what we're about to find out in a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to teleport in there and it's going to be someone else's house. <laughs> oh my God. All the more reason to teleport in. <laughs> Alright. Because it's not. Oh man, what a cliffhanger. Alright, so let's, let's teleport into our living room and then we'll figure out yeah. where to go from there. Yeah, okay. sounds good. You guys teleport in. You see Norris is actually kind of working in the living room a little bit. Ooh, disgusting. Thank God. <laughs> um, and as you teleport in, he has, he's less shocked than he has been in the past, but still a little bit hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are certainly back quickly. Oh, that's good. Left only four days ago. No, five days ago. Oh. Hmm. So huh. We heard. Did you all make it to Saltwell even? So we, we've been to a lot of places. We think we've been gone. Lo- we've been gone longer than that, right? Yeah, definitely. It's you've been gone. Well, yeah, you've definitely been gone longer than that. Yeah. It was about. You figure it was about five, six-ish days when you entered the forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we spent what six days in the forest. Yeah, you we're talking with Norris about what day it is. Yeah. He seems a little weirded out. Like, what the hell? Like, you guys seem a little confused with time. What the hell's going on? It is basically. The moment you entered the forest. Mm-hmm. You lost zero time in the forest. Alrighty then. Well, that Weird. doesn't seem fair So how fucking Vinden. long has Vinden been in there? Yeah, that's... Well, <laughs> you know the nature of the Feywild. I mean, I guess you guys don't necessarily know this, but it's it's just random. Yeah. Right? Cool. It's time does not move linearly 
in the Feywild. One way or the other. It's not slower, faster. Right. Yeah. It's all tangled up. <laughs> Good pull. Well, we got a first That's roll. what that D100 roll was for. Gotcha. Mm. I was seeing how much time went by, and I, and I had, I was like, if I roll just None. a straight 100, no time at all. <laughs> so how much time could it pass? Years. I think I think the longest one I had was like a month. Oh. They were in there that long. So yeah. priority one, Nordok. Getting mm-hmm. priority two. Who is what's the name of that druid in that other forest that we met? Oh, the the chick that used to be played by Was Mira? Was Mira. Yes. Mira. We should let her know that there's a little bit less Fay on this plane. She'd probably be interested in that. You're not going to be able to do shit until I am... Yeah, we got to get him fixed. Yeah, that's <laughs> first priority. Yeah. Hey, Norris, uh, would it be possible for you to summon Nordak to the house? We clearly have a... Situation. I can have one of the... As you point out, he goes, Oh my lord, what happened? Uh, crazy things. He got petrified and turned into wood, and we're hoping we can get him back very quickly. Uh, I, I'll go fetch Nordak immediately. Thank you. And he leaves. Um, a bit flustered. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Yeah, tell no one, Norda. Tell no one. Tell no one. See it. Have a good luck, buddy. Right. Right. A couple minutes later, well, not a couple minutes. It's probably a good forty minutes mm-hmm. later. Um, Norris returns, a little bit huffed out. It seems like he was quite rushing, and Nordak as well, maybe a little huffed. Um, uh, Nordak comes in and says, I heard something strange happen with Inuk. Uh, and then he sees, and he's like, oh lord, that's strange. Okay, I think I can fix this. And he kind of goes up and he puts his hand, he like kind of goes into this slightly meditative state and puts his hands on Yenrik and casts Greater Restoration. Yenrik, you come back like still feeling like you're in the midst of battle. Mm-hmm. Um, like ready to do a breath attack or something. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and you guys see it as the, the wooden form just slowly dissolves off of Yenrik's form and he comes like ready <laughs> to attack. <laughs> wait, and wait, wait, Nordak wait, wait. says, oh, calm down. You managed to survive it through luck? I don't know if you can call it how do you look, but you're out of it now. You all did it? Oh, yeah. He did it. He took him out. And Venom? Venom's there with you all. Yeah. I mean, we did it. And I see Norris. How much time has passed? Apparently no time at all. Well, the, the time it took us to get to the forest. The time it took us to get to the edge of the forest, the amount of time that we spent in the forest, no time had passed outside. So really, outside of this the, hiccup, we, it went perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now there's one other big. Drama. I don't know if you can cut, like disregard that big of a hiccup. That's a pretty big fucking hiccup. Uh, Nordak, uh, again, uh, thank you. By the way. Not a problem. You've helped me in many ways. I'm happy that you. I would do such a thing even if it were an asshole. It, that's a terrible yeah. fate to be. Can I compensate you or the church in any way? For... No, it didn't cost me anything. It's it's not a problem. Well, I, we'll call it even then. How about that? No, no money. Right. We got no money out of this. <laughs> I remain the poor monk. Judging on what I'm seeing, you came out with your lives, though. And we killed the beholder. What? <laughs> and cured, uh, cured that forest. Are there any, and like, cured the forest. The secluded forest is just a yeah. forest now. Are there like any like magical historians around? We can tell them all about what we've seen. Well, there's that one historian that we got all the information about. 
about the song itself, but we would have to teleport to him. Well, and our new on. friend here, because is going to want to talk to him. Maybe we what rest what a little. Do, yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> Maybe sleep on it. But what do you want for yourself now, Vendor? You're welcome to stay here, of course. You're our friend, shared blood in combat. I need to find a way to get to this house, and I need to discover what happened to my order. Are you leaving right now, or would you like a rest? I'll need to. I would like to rest at least one. Yeah, day. absolutely. Um, we can but I'll need help to you with put, supplies and um, stuff. Well, I need to put together funds and such for the trip. But, yeah, um, absolutely. I've never again. This city did not exist when I was out of the forest. Um, of course. Uh, and you see, Norris and Nordak are a little perplexed by that statement, but they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is there, where is this in the world? Do we, we have, have our map? Yeah. Can yeah. we just? Yeah, we would just pull out pull the map. Our map. Yeah. All oh, right. So not terribly. Far from the forest um, and the coastal city, that should be nice. I should be able to hopefully try to do. Do ships still travel to Thorbjörn? I, I don't even know. If you say well, it's ruined, where is that on the map? The very southernmost part of Ifiren. <coughs> oh, like on the coast below the the Watching Mountain. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the like. This is the, this is this is that yeah. this is the Watchman. Um, this is Thordiac down here. Okay. All right. So I mean, do any of us know if ships go down that way? I mean, you wouldn't have an idea. Uh, Locke, you would have the best idea of. Mm-hmm. Eh, some might go around. Yeah. To try and get to this area. Uh huh. But this place is. I mean, it's ruins. How? Total mm, poverty. Do we have? Is that near? Is that near like our or like our region where we are from? Like your monastery and my. That's pretty close. It's pretty close. Your your the archives was built by Thoria. That's why you knew so much about it. Gotcha. Just off bat off the bat. Um, I just wonder if we can teleport him there. You know, if we've got the helm, maybe someone can drop him off somewhere close, so he doesn't have to make all those travels. That would also be nice. Uh, one thing I would like to tell you before I forget is. In the time that you've been away, uh, currently, there are a lot of places, including this city that we are in, that uh, are superstitious or uh, don't take kindly to magic or magic users. I will keep that in mind, but yeah. if anyone were to challenge my, art, my honor, this is their fault. Mm-hmm. Just a warning All for right. you to do with what you will. I will keep it in mind. Thank you very much. Yeah. He's like, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, how about we focus on getting rest now, and then in the morning we'll see what we can do for Vendon here. Uh, Norris, can you prepare a room for our guest? Oh, yes, And uh, Nordak, if you would, please keep this uh, mishap with us, please. It's a little embarrassing. Ooh, sorry, no. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's it for today then? Yeah. And then we'll go ahead and call it there. You okay. guys defeated a beholder. Woo! Man, are we level eight?